0: Welcome to Gundam, I hardly know them. As you know, this is the book club style podcast where each week we discuss an entry into the Gundam franchise, whether that be a series, anime, movie, sometimes we do a video game, sometimes we discuss something different altogether. However, we do have one rule, release order only baby. Release order, that's how we're doing it. I'm Michael, hello listeners, hope you're doing well, good to speak to you again. I missed you. Did you miss me? Have you been thinking about me? Been a minute. Since we last spoke. To be honest, it feels like kind of like a one-sided conversation. Like I never, you never really reach out to me and I'm mostly speaking to you. And, uh. Shoot your shot, Michael. Shoot your shot. I just, uh, I think we should move this relationship to the next level. I think you should leave us a Uh-oh. rating and review. Michael, <laughs> brought it back around, brought it back around. <laughs> Today is episode two of season nine, and we are discussing discuss- discussing Victory Gundam, episodes 13 through 24, and I'm not doing that alone. As you know, to take on this incredible task, I am joined by my three favorite people. Firstly, you know him, you love him. He's our certified lover boy. He's yellow. Now he's blue. Now he's all squarey. We got Christian. Hey, Christian, how's it going?
1: No one's ever gonna get what the fuck that
0: means. <laughs> that's okay. I'm no good. one else needs to ever know. That, that's that's for me, you, and Alex, and nobody else. If you don't <laughs>
2: get it, fuck else. off. Yeah,
3: you're like ostracizing twenty five percent of like the members here by. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I literally think.
0: Not anyone else knows what that means. Like, I've described that to, like, Abigail. Like, so she knows, but she wasn't there. So it's, it's truly there. just for the three of us. But <laughs> sometimes uh, you get to have those little treats in life. Christian, how's it going? How are you feeling? It's going. It's
1: good. I, you know, I got a little piece of advice for the listeners out there, okay? Never give up a chance to protect your own life, okay? Because yeah. it's mean
0: out there. Yeah, Christian's really right. big on stand your ground laws. Stand your ground. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fuck? wild when he was visiting. I, I got pretty uncomfortable. There.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Unpromptedly telling us that no he owns a gun. <laughs> yeah, I tried to buy Christian a drink, and he threw mine on the floor. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
0: We're also, uh, as always, joined by our, by our number one char-hater and haro-apologist, straight from the brig, we've got Alex. Hey Alex, how's okay, it going? Okay, okay. why
4: are you calling me a haro-apologist when I very much hate haro with a burning passion? I don't know. I want to kick
0: that little ball deep into space. you hate
3: haro with a burning passion? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, did, I, I
0: guess I didn't realize that. I oh, mean, geez. Robot annoys me more than anything in the world. Wow,
3: god. All right.
0: Well, uh, what would what would you rather me say than a horror apologist? What do you, what do you want to apologize for? Uh,
3: Char hater. RO hater. <laughs> I don't need to apologize for anything. I stand by the things I hate. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. hater. Horror hater. <laughs> That's okay. Alex, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. It's a it's a little wild bit of podcast uh, episodes we watched. I a lot of emotions i mean I have, I have a lot of one emotion really called depression because of this
3: uh, oh yeah oh wow yeah. okay i'm glad that uh gundam is the only thing that is causing that alex <laughs> <laughs> as of about all day today it is yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah this, this was a wild ride um and lastly to discuss this uh group of episodes we are joined by your little cousin who always wants to play doodle jump on your phone the lasagna kid we got simon
3: oh and i like stick my fingers at my nose and it's them little snotty and then i ask for angry birds on your phone and, like the screen is like opaque at this point it's like you can see the streaks yeah, well, you are the little cousin of this podcast i decided okay that's fine, the lasagna kid. I like show up with lasagna when you least expect it. Like you all get home from work, fucking like grizzled from being out of the mines all day, and I'm just at home, uh, warming up. Um, wh- what's like a fun nickname for lasagna? Like, lasani? No. Lazy? Zanzi. Lazi. Lazonzon? Zonzon. I like Zonzon. <laughs> I me make like up a, some Zanza
0: real quick. For you. Uh, but yeah, like, yes. if you made it and I came home and I would be you'd be like, hey, look, look at this, and I'd be like, "Zani, Zani, is <laughs> <laughs> nickname <Zani>, <laughs> for it. So we'll, we'll go with Zani, I think. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um so a couple of things to get into before we uh discuss discuss these episodes um i wanted to bring up firstly christian came to visit that was fun
3: so nice to see you christian
1: i made i made a pilgrimage to portlandia it's all my favorite people there
3: yeah i didn't really realize that you like had legs and like a (laughs)
2: lower torso (laughs) (laughs) you thought we were gonna have to like
1: carry me around everywhere
2: like, well, I
3: thought, like, you know, have you seen those, like, uh, not to get political here or anything, but, mm-hmm. like, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's meta, the the characters <laughs> in it, how they just hover around with no legs? <laughs> yeah, that would have been me. I <laughs> thought that Michael might have, in addition to buying Pinecast, also transferred us all <laughs> to the meta. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking
0: kidding me? They don't have
3: legs in the metaverse? Yeah, dude. Like, fucking Facebook, like, they were like, oh, we got a budget cut somewhere. Guess it's dude, gonna be in spend the legs. they spent, like,
0: billions of dollars on this shit and they couldn't put in legs? Like, The Sims has had legs, like... <laughs> like it's not new technology it's not like we're like tech limb technology doesn't exist we're evolving
1: past legs in the metaverse
0: dude
3: yeah yeah. the (laughs) legs exist it's just like they're they're below ground now they're like (laughs) they're like upside down walking
0: uh very tangentially related to the metaverse um i did kind of want to talk about uh things we've been uh watching or listening to so we can all get our little recommendations out but uh, what what mine will be is I watched a two-hour documentary on NFTs and cryptocurrency uh, on YouTube called Line Goes Up, and I would highly suggest anyone that is uh, at all interested in learning about the very possible negative effects of NFTs and crypto and um, how a lot of things that may not you may not think of as negative aspects of those such as like, uh, it's effects against labor unions and stuff like that. Give that a watch. It's definitely worth every bit of the two hours. And in fact, like it moves at a breakneck pace and covers so much. It kind of did a really good job of distilling everything that, uh, I think about as negatives around these things and really just, uh, allows kind of gives you the language to express why they're not necessarily good for society. Um,
3: was but, it made just by, like, a YouTuber?
0: Uh, Yeah, I can look up the account. I forgot the name of the account. Uh, I'll look so it up cool. real quick while you all discuss. But, uh, Christian, uh, what have you been watching and listening to? Anything you want to suggest to the audience?
1: Oh, let's see. Um, This new band that I discovered, that I myself discovered, let's I'm hear scared, it. that I came across, uh, they're called Prison Bitch. And they have Whoa. a song called Too High. Uh do yourself a favor and listen to it. There you
4: go. Do you have to be too high to listen to it? Is it about being too you can, high? You can be. Yeah, that, it is.
0: It's actually about writing in a Zeppelin.
3: Yeah. Actually, about Orville and Wilbur Wright. they maiden voyage, you fucking stoners. Do you think that
0: Orville... Do you think Orville Wright is pissed off at Orville Redenbacher? Because every time I hear the word... The, or the Orville. name Orville, I just think about the popcorn magnet,
3: magnate. That sucks. What do you think of when you think of Wilbur? Because I think of a small little pig.
0: Exactly.
3: Yeah, the Wright brothers got fucked, bro. I and mean, when I think of planes, I don't even think of them. I think of, like... <laughs> Battlefield or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: Alex, what have you been watching or listening to? Anything you want to suggest mm. to the audience and to your friends?
4: Yes. What do I want to suggest, though? Um, don't fuck this up. Uh, it's, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, something I've been watching recently is going to be My Jessup Darling. It oh, is so good. such a good anime. Very cute. If you're looking for a... Love story, I got you. If you're looking for something etchy, I got you. If you're looking for any sort of validation, I got you. It's all on this show. Watch right.
0: it. Uh, what's it on? What uh, platform?
4: Uh, it's streaming on Funimation and it's and Crunchyroll. Is it on Crunchyroll as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it's a. it's so it'll
0: probably be on Hulu as well because I think everything on Funimation is on Hulu, right?
4: No, I don't think it's on Hulu. It's it's currently airing. So okay. uh, Episode seven just dropped on Saturday and it's. Been a very long time since I've ever like watched a anime. As a daring, and I, I usually prefer the Benjum. This is one that well, I did, I did Benjum. Binge- I immediately watched the first six episodes, and then spent the next six hours reading every bit of the manga up to all the chapters that were fan translated because it was so good.
0: Gorgeous. <laughs> okay, <animation>. this, this <laughs> sounds great. Gorgeous animation. Wh- what's it called again?
4: Uh There's My dress up darling.
0: Apparently. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get this because I'm really enjoying watching attack on titan week to week and i was like i want more week to week stuff like i want some simulcast action yeah yes it's so much better in my opinion than binging like as a way of like digesting something and discussing it so it'd be nice to be caught up with other people so that each week we could like be like hey this is something that happened can we talk about it kind of like we do with the fucking podcast but <laughs> <laughs> with something current something that's not fucking old as shit
3: it's something that's 30 years it's old it's like we're watching like serial tv but each week like an 8 hour episode comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know about you
0: all but I'm slightly regretting the 12 episode uh runs Black. that we're
3: doing for this it's okay we're, it's, a, we're, it's, a, no it's one wanted it when it too much yeah
0: no, 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 it was it was a little bit of a chore, not not because of the content, but we'll, we'll get to it. Simon, anything for you? Anything you've been listening to, watching, playing?
3: Um, I've been watching Sandra Rimes, um, the creator of Grey's Anatomy, made a Netflix show. Oh my god. Um, and I've been watching called Inventing Anna, which has been entertaining, but it's like I don't know, it's like Grey's Anatomy I feel like the vibe of that show is so specific and I think like only Sandra is able to like capture that because she made it because like she knows that she did something unique. And honestly, you know what? I've been listening to a lot. Mm-hmm. There is this one Spotify account and it's funny as fuck, okay? They are, like, they're, like, an artist, right? For all intents and purposes, they're, like, a Spotify artist. But what they do is they just, like, upload, like, emo music that isn't on Spotify under their own name. Like, they'll just, like, (laughs) upload, like, entire (laughs) albums. And they get taken down, like, within a week. But it's really fun to, like, keep up to date. It's like, oh, shit, new album up. (laughs) Like, this person's creating, like, content. Like, um, I wonder if they have anything... Yeah, and their fucking um banner oh, they have no songs now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um but their banner is the Joseph Gordon-Levitt from 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Um oh, and they God. currently have a uh, one monthly listener. So I hope they're doing okay. Is that but... you, Simon? It <laughs> yeah, has to be. very well could be. I mean, yeah, but that's what i've been up to not many video games lately i mean like skate 3 but like to me that's not even like video games it's like asking it's like did you drink any water this week it's like of course i did (laughs) except the college in skate 3 is called pcu okay and i was in a conversation with someone this weekend and i was like yeah no no i was like up by pcu a little earlier today and, like, usually, I like, I mistake it all of the time. And usually people, like, in their head are like, oh, like, he probably meant PSU, like, whatever. But the person I was talking to said, no, that's the college from Skate 3. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs>
4: Simon, did you propose right like then and <laughs> there?
3: I was, like, in awe. I started being like, do you play Skate 3? And he was like, oh, like, I played it when I was, like, in eighth grade or something. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. same. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Definitely de- don't devote half my
3: week to playing it. Oh, I'm getting so good at it. Like I didn't think I could get better, but then I do. <laughs> um,
0: to come back to my uh, YouTube video, it is called "Line Goes Up: The Problem with NFTs," and it's by a channel called Folding Ideas. Uh, it's two cool. hours and seventeen minutes, and I think it's worth every minute. Every minute. Like, NFTs well are
1: so just the concept is just so fucking annoying.
0: Yeah. Tease
1: like nuts. <laughs> Not these fucking testicles. Tease
4: my balls. <laughs> so Michael, should I watch the normal version of Line Goes Up or should I watch the three hour reaction video to Line Goes Up? <laughs> from Uh, most certainly the blockchain guy yeah
0: most certainly the reaction you really want to get those should i
3: watch david dobrik amongst
0: his
2: roommates (laughs) real
0: real this time not problematic no you should watch the regular one and then uh then you can see what dipshits say as a counter to all the things
4: but i'm not gonna watch a three-hour video about this (laughs) but i will watch this documentary
0: no, you should. It's, it's good. It is, uh, it is full of information that I think is going to be really useful to navigate the future. Um, but anyway. Um, all right. The next thing I want to talk about, this was briefly discussed in our group chat, but yeah. I want to bring this up for real because yeah. I've been thinking about it nonstop. Nonstop. And it is the Gundam I Hardly Know Him AMV Contest.
3: Oh, oh, I forgot about oh, this. I totally forgot about this too. Uh, no, we're saying it out loud now, so now we have to do it. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, we have to do it. Yeah, speak it into reality, baby. Okay, okay. Can we talk a little about about like the logistics of getting the footage? Okay, because mm-hmm. like this is something I think that this is the main delimiter to making an AMV. Okay, like I watch an AMV and I'm like, all of these shots are like the perfect shots. Like they like mm-hmm. really went through and like painstakingly like stitched together. Like what? would your process look like? Would you just be like mashing the right button to just like, you know, try to like get like something that you remember looks cool. Or would you just kind of like skip around and like make it work? Like, I-, I guess what I'm asking is, are you seeking out content or are you kind of just, because I'm kind of in the school of thought of like, I'm just going to like, I should just, you know, stitch some stuff together and kind of like see what story pops up from there. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's like a little bit le- less effort on the, uh tedium of it
0: yeah i mean i think that everybody can have their own approach um to, you, to you go through
4: you, you gotta you gotta find the clips from the show that you think look cool mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a lot more clips than you need yeah. and you pick a song and you put those clips to that song
3: okay and then you pick a song interesting yeah okay. see yeah
4: the whenever... song
1: determines everything
3: well
0: so why why this came up is that in uh one of the episodes i i previously talked about uh my history with amvs which is my brother and i were making them for like dragon ball z butt rock compilations (laughs) with like shitty fucking crossfade songs and stuff like that but and so this came back up you know if we could do this now again um and i think we should uh, i think if we do this which I, i think we should because all in all if i remember correctly doing an amv doesn't take that much time no um I feel like it's mostly just in in the head you know just planning out what you want to do but so what my idea would be is that we each limit ourselves to doing one like series or ova or movie so you you pick a gun like it has to be gundam and you pick a gundam series that we've watched already and then you make an amv with whatever song you want based from that series
4: are we going to include things like horrorcore into our AMV-making process?
3: You could do whatever
0: you want within okay. those parameters.
3: <laughs> I feel like doing a i i I think I'm going to do a movie, because I feel like the, like, six shots are way more concentrated in a movie. You know what I'm that's saying? That's
2: true. That's um, true.
3: All right, that's all I'll say about my strategy, but... And it's gonna be like super emo. It's gonna be the fucking like bright eyes or some shit. Uh, AMVs
4: have to either be the butt rock or emo music. Those are another yeah, no
3: option
0: Well, there's some pretty good like
3: um like hip like dubstep AMVs too. <laughs> dubstep <laughs>
2: dude why are y'all hating on dubstep what the fuck is
3: this
0: well like dubstep belongs with like soccer highlights not amvs
3: (laughs) now we want to watch a soccer highlight reel (laughs) Uh, it's emotional
0: all right so these will be the rules so what we need to decide is when this when's our deadline do we give give ourselves like a month
3: let's give a month Okay. Month, two months, three we'll months. Recon- yeah, we'll reconvene towards the end of March. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, let's say by the end of I March. Say deadline yeah. should be
4: uh, March 29th so I can so I can enjoy watching Gundam AMVs on my birthday.
3: Aww. Perfect. Is your birthday March 29th? It's the thirtieth. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll okay. Them, so okay, we'll get them done by that, the 29th. The Alex Birthday Bash Gundam, I hardly know him. AMV MV. compilation, no regrets. <laughs> Um summertime.
0: Welcome
2: yes. to summer. Welcome yeah, welcome to summer. To summer. Welcome yeah, colin Festival.
3: Summer has started, brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. So this is, okay. <laughs> the Alex Birthday Bash, End of my Hardly Know AMV compilation. Welcome to Summer, brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Uh, exactly. The
4: Tom Clancy's Alex.
3: Tom, <laughs> Tom Clancy's <laughs>
2: Okay. Wait, okay. What is the whole thing now? Okay. <laughs> well
0: it starts with Tom Clancy's.
3: Yeah, what was the first part of mine
0: again? I forgot. Oh
3: no no. Tom Clancy's Alex's birthday
1: <laughs> Tom Clancy's Alex's birthday bash, welcome to summer two thousand twenty two. Gonna be hardly know him. Brought to you by Outback Steakhouse House. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Simon, here we go. One time, the full name. I I I got it. What you say is canon.
3: Okay. Tom Clancy's Alex birthday bash. Gundam, I hardly know him. (laughs) AMV compilation. The end of the summer. No, what was the summer part again? (laughs) It's welcome. Welcome to summer. Welcome to summer. Okay, I got this. Okay. (laughs) Edit that out. Edit that out. (laughs) I like Don't can't look at out. you all. I can't look at you all when I do this. I'm like I have the words in my head, but it feels like it's like a refrigerator with all of the like different words on it that you can like <laughs> rearrange. Okay. Tom Clancy's Alex Birthday Bash, Gundam I Hardly Know Him, AMV Compilation, Welcome to Summer brought to you by Outback Steakhouse.
2: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Let's
3: go. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> I can't right. wait for this. It's crazy that Outback pulled. It's it going to be fully catered. It's crazy that Tom
0: Clancy and Outback tamed, came together for this.
3: Tom Clancy's Outback Steakhouse.
0: That's like the fucked up version of Ruth's Chris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. All
0: right, one more segment before we move on to... Uh, some Gundam content. Uh, I'm gonna start a new segment called Michael's Notes app. Um, and over the past week, oh, I've, just, I've just written down some shit in my Notes app, and I just yeah, thought yeah, yeah. this might be some good discussion uh, for the podcast. For sure, my guy. Um, the first thing I have is uh, the yodeling kid from Walmart.
4: Yep, Mason Ramsey.
0: Yeah, he works at a Subway.
4: <laughs> is it a Subway anime? Is this a canonical? Walmart?
0: Yeah, it's it's canon. He works in a subway. In his hey, well, new my... song, kind of bangs. I'm not gonna lie to you. Is it about working in a subway? Uh, no. But he made a video, like, because I think in the song he says like I'm leaving work or something to like yeah to go to see somebody, and he he walks out of a subway Whoa. in the video,
2: uh,
0: and that's where he
3: works in real life. <laughs> but man Pepper. Like I I can't have your way. Why not? Um,
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> i also i also have which gundam opening theme would you make love to
1: oh Ooh, victory gundam hell yeah yeah <laughs>
3: I, I feel was, like my, shouting my first victory to- <laughs> like while <laughs> having sex is like a weird thing to do no it's it's
1: empowering
3: it's free Victor-
1: no, uh, I feel Who's like usually do one of the
3: outro songs. I because like <laughs> I feel like the outro songs are much more like more mm, slow um, and sensual. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember any, but I remember like some of them are like straight up like romance songs. Like some didn't, of them are made to like have sex too. Did Zeta like.
1: have some pretty sexy songs on there?
3: Well, there's no, one that's I'm like wrong. uh, we're gonna have it pure time.
0: I mean, pure time? yeah, we're gonna have pure huh. time that if, I'm, if i if I have anything to do with right,
3: it, will not impure. be pure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but I mean, what about Animation Night? I mean, that's a banger, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. good, nice, good up tempo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Victory Gundam, in my opinion, is just it, it's just like dun, dun, dun,
2: dun. a little too fast. Pretty, you know what
3: I mean? I feel like the end, though, <laughs> it's like if you can time. Like the climax of the sexual encounter, like like that'd be fucking sick. That'd be amazing.
1: Yeah. Is that the end of the segment?
0: Yeah. your notes I have one more, but now that I'm reading it, it's kind of lewd. Come on, you be scared now. You have to say it. Edit it out. It's uh, I just I I just wrote why don't porn websites end in .com instead of .com? <laughs> that's uh, a great question.
3: I feel like I've I, I, I don't know. Accidentally like, I feel like I am like bombing in my before. five. <laughs> no, no, no. This is an excellent. You can have like a, a URL in pretty much anything, but maybe not .com. Maybe that's when like Web three draws the line. <laughs> 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 anyway, let's talk about victory Gundam um
0: wow, what a show what a show. I, before we get into the episodes, I did have one thing that came uh up while I was reading some stuff about victory Gundam. Firstly, I'm really enjoying this the show, and obviously we'll we'll get to everybody's opinion on it, but um, everyone was pretty positive about what coming into this episode uh but so apparently. Uh, as we discussed in last week's episode, not the best, like, or the most well received Gundam show, um, mm-hmm. similar to Double Zeta. But apparently, it's so, it was so disliked that Tomino, whenever this uh, finally released a DVD, on like the promotional material on the DVD, he said, and like, don't buy this. He said, Whoa. don't buy this DVD. What? You shouldn't watch this. It's it's unwatchable, is what he said.
2: Wow. Whoa.
0: That would make me want to buy it way more. I know. It's brilliant. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I don't know. Just something to take into consideration as we watch that apparently he so, like, pushed away from, however, like, something about the show. There's something about the show that was, like, so repulsive to him that he said, like, maybe it's we one haven't of his gotten to it
3: yet. Maybe, like, <laughs> one episode will just, like, make us all like physically sick. I know. It's i been like, watching it.
0: After reading that I was like every episode I was like alright when is this going to take a weird turn because I feel like yeah. a lot's happened in 24 episodes you know but we're only a halfway
1: lot.
3: through that's wild to me. There's A yeah. lot
1: has happened in the the last 12 like I feel like it's really picked up the pace but I'm I was thinking man what if this uh, anime had been dubbed. How much? How much bigger of a Western audience would this show have? Because I mean, I'm telling you, I'm a. I feel like Victory has become my favorite within these last twelve.
0: Whoa!
3: Don't
1: drop that in there for you.
0: Whoa! Holy
1: I feel shit! Like,
3: honestly, the fact that it's not dubbed is kind of like preventing me from like, cause I don't know, like I don't mind like reading subtitles, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think that I have like over the past year I've gotten into such a routine of like doing something else while I'm watching TV like whether that be like eating or like I don't know and like this isn't good but like or like playing on my phone or like I don't know crocheting like looking like texting people like I I don't like sometimes when I like watch TV I have like I know I have like eight texts I need to respond to so I'll just like turn on a show and I'm like by the end of the show I'm gonna respond to all of these texts um but, like, I look away for, like, two seconds, and, like, I'm still not fluent in Japanese. And, like, I just, like, <laughs> I I don't know. It's, like, it, and, and you end up not really, like, missing that much. Like, if you just, like, close your eyes for ten seconds, you can kind of use context clues to, like, figure out what happened. But I think I just, like, it's, like, the frustration of, like, I don't know 100% of the dialogue that's happening in this show. And also... I don't know if this is how it shows up on your TV, Michael, but the captions are like pitch white with no yes. border on them. So sometimes it is just completely unreadable if there's like an explosion <laughs> or like a, a very bright scene, which I think is interesting. But mine uh, aren't
0: unreadable, but if like I pause the, sh- if I pause it or and like then hit play again. It comes up like with the with like the the bar to play to fast forward rewind and it covers yeah. up exactly where the subtitles are <laughs> and it's so annoying because so if I don't move my cursor over I'll miss like yeah a couple sentences so I have to go back it's really that's really frustrating but
3: no, but I mean that's a very entitled complaint I have that I can't like I I I can read and keep up but I think it is I I found it a lot easier to binge previous series that were dubbed because i could kind of just like veg and watch them you know mm-hmm. like I, f- I feel like i can't really like veg and watch this show per se but um i like I, that. and i like that i like it, it too because like i have to like i don't know sometimes like i in the past i was like okay i'll just like watch like four episodes tonight before i fall asleep you know and like that's like fine but like you kind of end up like Not, like, half-assing them, but, like, you're not necessarily paying attention. But now I have to, like, set aside... I'm, like, I'm going to watch Gundam for an hour, and then I can, like, rest and, like, watch, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. But then I'm going to, like... I, I like, schedule it almost the same way I schedule, like, if I really need to, like, get something done, or, like, if I need to clean the house, or, like, if I need to, like, run it. Yeah. I mean, those have, like, negative connotations, but, like, I I don't know. It's like, feels good to, like... Because... All other shows, I feel like I just don't pay attention to, but like this one, like I have to. I don't have any other choice. <laughs> I felt the same but... way about this. You should definitely schedule
1: time out of this weekend to devote to towards victory. And I think it was time well
3: spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> it's a great fucking show. I agree. But anyway, that's my my two cents on subtitles. Be there. I wish that Japanese was the lingua franca. That would make watching anime a lot easier.
0: I think it will be with the amount of weebs in right. this society there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in our
3: cyberpunk future. <laughs> uh, Christian, do you want to yeah, jump into this episode,
0: episode yeah. 13?
1: Alright. Episode Damn. 13. All right, episode 13, Artie Gibraltar airspace. So the League Militaire makes it over to Artie Gibraltar's neutral commercial travel space, just as Fuala Griffin, Chronicle, and Company do as well. Uh-oh. Awkward. Um, Griffin is straight pissed at them Artie Farty Gibraltar jokers for harboring League Militaire's uh, forces there. Okay, they're not happy. He's not happy. All right? not happy at all. Tensions rise as uh forces try to prevent the League Military's escape. Uh san sacrifices herself to avenge Helen in the assist uh, uh their escape into the atmosphere. Uso has the kill shot on Fuala Chronic and that blonde dude Metchet, but he can't pull the trigger. Damn. Uh yeah. I mean, I, I I I had a hard time coming up with discussion points for this episode. So if y'all want to <laughs> tell me anything, about wait. This... When the
3: is this the episode where <clears throat> so like the person dies? That's very sad. But do they die being a weight bearing beam? No, that's like the... the that's okay. the next
4: episode. Yeah, all right, that's the next
3: one. I love that. Like, okay, we're in, like, this far future, right? It's, like, humans have, like, you know, populated the Earth, and then we killed the Earth, and then we go back in space, and then we're, like, repopulating. Like, technology has gone so far... But the best way that they, that, like, figured to launch a spaceship into space is still, like, a Tony Hawk-style, like, fucking, like, kicker yeah. ramp. Just to, like, roller coaster their way down. And, like, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about, like, space, so that's might be how they do it. But every time they do it, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Wait, you, like... Sa-
0: Simon you don't know a lot about space you think that's how they go to space you've never seen a rocket launch <laughs> i can tell you they don't use the fucking beast from king's island to
3: launch into space. It's, it has a fucking like wooden scaffolding on it it's like an old timey roller coaster they're, like splash launching mountain just, like...
0: looking ass
3: yeah uh, every time they did it it was so and like it was always such like an issue they're like oh my god you gotta be careful launching it it's like yeah you do like I don't know. It's apparently like
1: a world heritage site at this
3: point. (laughs) 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 We can't dismantle the old airport from like 1915. (laughs) (laughs) I have to adapt it for our big ass shuttles.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you, Christian. This one was a hard one to come up with some uh, notes for. I found that the politics of the airport was pretty confusing and hard to grasp. Like it, it yeah. seems like they're trying to stay neutral in the conflict and then but everybody was just there fighting and the, the people at the airport are just like, hey, come hey, on, quit, come it, on. please,
1: stop fucking airport. Be friends? It's a fucking airport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the airport people are basically the people holding up the phone saying world star.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's the note. <laughs>
0: Um, oh man! The only other thing that I really had for this one was R.I.P. Mahalia. Um, yes. Uso, oh, Uso's voice actor when she dies, it has no right to be as good as it is. Like the voice acting for, for Uso, the the voice actor just did an incredible job and like expressing emotion and loss. Um, it seems really hard. Like I I like I truly can't like grasp how somebody's able to do that so well. Especially considering there's a language barrier between us as well um, as an audience. Mm. But I feel like every time there's loss or grief in the show, they, they do an incredible job with the voice acting. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a really interesting art style that like, I'm trying to take more time to appreciate.
1: I'd like to know how young uh, Uso's voice actor was at the time uh, they made the show. We'll do a little bit of homework. Even on Even
3: if he was like, like I like, if he was like thirteen years old, like giving like a thirteen year old like the direction, like he comes into work and it's like, okay, I want you to like weep as if you've just lost a really close friend, and like he's like, okay, I'll do that, and then it's just like that's how voice acting works. It's yeah, crazy. I think I think Alex is maybe looking something
4: up, so maybe we'll get more yeah. information. Uh, I never watched. Uh uh Game of Thrones, but these two episodes felt like my red wedding. Like they literally <laughs> systematically <laughs> killed off my three favorite members of the team in a row. And it yeah. was pretty fucking hard. It yeah. was pretty fucking hard
3: to lose them. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. After like this
4: funeral was so sad. We didn't, like Mohalas Yes. Hey, when mm. they're doing it with the uh yellow jackets, which I thought was interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would
4: show that. But also yeah, they they lift up both the kids have a put on a lipstick. That right. was intense, that
1: scene.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of that scene, let's, let's go ahead and jump into episode 14 real quick, uh, which is called Attack and Defense of Gibraltar. Um, while Uso and the others are fighting at RD Gibraltar, Earth Federation Fleet, along with the League Militaire, started a joint attack against the Zanskar Empire, Empire Space Fleet out in space. Uh, for what might be one of the first times in Gundam, we see a funeral for the deaths of the Bespa pilots as well as Mahalia from the previous ep- episode. Um, and as Alex was saying, a very beautiful scene. And the I have a note here that the score was also incredible during this scene. Um, Lieutenant Asher finds Katarina on Gibraltar and gives her a ticket into space. And it's still kind of unclear where her alliances lay. Um and Shakti gives Uso the note that Kataina left for him back in uh, one of the previous episodes. I guess she had been holding onto it and not giving it to him. Uh, so at this point, Uso then basically does like a end of a rom com run to the air to the spaceport to find Kataina and try and figure out what's happening with her. Um and he also possesses some tickets to space and tries to convince her to let him go with her, um, but she won't allow that to happen. Uh, while he pleads with her, the Bespa attack the spaceport, and a battle begins. Uh, both, uh, both sides try and stay away from hitting the space rail thing, um, and Kate, one of the Shrike team members, dies while attempting to keep the rail, rail from falling. Uh, Uso at this point loses it And he attacks the Bespa full force And uh, this episode Ends with Asher uh, Escaping with Flaw- Flawla, uh as they're clutching Onto the shuttle and making their way to space um, Kate's death Absolutely devastates Uso In the uh, This um, <laughs> In this episode <laughs> Of a kids show Made to sell cheap plastic toys <laughs> Ends with the wailing of a child soldier <laughs> <laughs> okay,
4: her death was my god, the most brutal death ever.
2: Holy the most shit. oh
4: I was so fucked up. It was dude. so emo- like it, I I had to take a break. It was so emotional demanding on me. Like she she stopped fighting, she was trying to save shit and he's like, huh, ah, thank you for saving the thing. Let me stab you to death instead. Yeah. And
0: there weren't even like civilians on that shuttle trying to go out to space at the time. Like, it was just Catalina. Like, there uh, was there anyone else even on the shuttle? It seemed so like pointless it was of just, a death. It
4: was just Catalina. It was. It, was it just shows how brutal these people are. He's like, <sighs> like, was
2: like no, I can punch no, you and no. then you
1: can still. Your mobile suit will be just fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's yeah.
3: how fucked up it was.
1: Oh my god, dude.
3: I guess that's foreshadow. Who's the, um, the, like, one remaining Shrike team lady Junko? that was in the major- What's Junko. that? Junko? There's, yeah, there's still shot. more members. This, of- is, this is, like, what broke Junko, right? Because she's, like, fucking brutal moving forward, so yeah, I, I don't know. So. Maybe they had to make it, like, this brutal so you can kind of, like, justify Junko's action moving forward. Yeah.
0: yeah definitely um a couple other notes from this episode kate the pilot who dies apparently her full name is kate bush
3: whoa (laughs) huge (laughs) absolutely huge
2: dude Um,
0: (laughs) i like uh one of the things i think is really funny about gundam is like we have all these pilots who are trying to constantly kill each other when they're inside the mobile suits And then there's these weird scenes, like, where uh, Lieutenant Chronicle shows up to the funeral, and, like, nobody's in a mobile suit, and they just don't know what to do. So they just kind of, like, stand and look at each other, and they never fight or never know, like, what to do. It's, like, super casual. Um, But I always think that's funny. Um, And then one last note for this episode is that there's a Bespa mobile suit called the Meme Dorza. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Meme Dorza. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, it's an experimental <laughs> suit that shows up and then is... Uh, did, does Uso destroy it eventually in battle? Or does it just kind of disappear? kind of goes away.
0: The mobile suits in the show are, like, the least memorable <laughs> part about it. I think... Yeah. It, I don't know if it's because they don't make a big deal out of them. Like, like they they say their names, but... I don't feel like they're always talking about the different abilities, except for there is one very memorable yeah. crab-looking yeah, yeah, yeah. suit that yeah. we encounter. fucking
3: Basement of Spirited Away person looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the, for the most part, these mobile
0: suits, like I don't know, the show doesn't seem as bothered with them. The bad guys are
3: bugs, and the good guys aren't bugs. It's not exactly. that hard.
0: <laughs>
3: but anyway,
0: brutal brutal episode there,
3: and uh, um, I
4: did find the answer to your question. The voice actor, he was a 20 when doing this show. 20.
1: Wow.
0: wow. Yeah.
4: He's also the same voice actor of Yuki Mishima from Persona 5. So. Oh. Fun little trivia fact there.
0: Of uh, does, does he do any other Gundam characters? Because I found that a lot of them that work in the Gundam universe, maybe it's just for the English voice actors, but a lot of them, like we're going to hear Amaro's voice actor again yeah. in Gundam Wing. A lot of them move around to different ways.
4: I don't believe he was, but I will continue the search.
0: Yeah. I. As far as the voice actors go, definitely one of the more memorable performances in these past two episodes as far as voice actors. But anyway, Christian, whenever you want, let's jump into episode 15. Episode 15, Space
1: Dust. Uh, so... Shakti is having second thoughts about going up into space with everybody else and expresses yet again that she wants to stay in um, and while Uso tries to convince her to go up along with him to continue their quest in the search of their parents. Um, meanwhile, Odello and Warren uh, decide to sneak on to the shuttle. Um, once they do, they proceed to have a terrorist photo shoot Because it would be funny? Uh, Why not? It was Uh, so funny. (laughs) Uh, Watching uh, Uso and the others leave to the atmosphere, Shakti decides that she wants to go to space as well. Um, Let's see here. And then uh, on their way into space, uh, Uso and the others face a barrage of debris from a battle that's happening <clears throat> Just outside of uh, Earth's atmosphere, um, it forces Uso shuttle to perform evasive maneuvers and put up a shield using uh, using the Victory Gundam. Uh, the captain is knocked out trying to repair to make some repairs, and um, let's see. Yeah, anyways, they try to do a bunch of cowboy shit, get that shit under control. And meanwhile, Fuala Griffin is uh, punished for her failure to contain the League Militaire on Earth. And she is shot out into space with three days' rations of food and water. And that's it. A pretty intense scene struck me uh, real hard because I really liked her character. It was a tough loss. Um, and then finally, at the end of the episode, I should note that uh, Uso and Odello come across a mysterious floating building out in the middle of nowhere where they find a, a mobile suit attached to it with some surviving members, I feel like, of BESPA forces. Um, and in act of kindness, Uso leaves behind some oxygen and uh, resources for them to survive on. Um, yeah. So, what did y'all think about Fuella Griffin's execution? There, that was,
2: that was. Crazy. She deserved it.
1: <laughs>
4: interesting.
1: <laughs> she had We're it coming? Of,
0: I have. I have no and, sympathy and for any Vespa, man. Interesting that Christian and Alex are taking this death at face value again. And I,
2: I don't feel, think she's.
3: <laughs>
4: act, I don't think she's dead. She deserved to get shot out of the thing. She should have got. She should have got guillotined personally. Um, I don't know. Show is very. I feel like, like she's dead. No shot. She's dead. She's dead. She's she's not dead. She's absolutely not. You don't
0: send a character with rations and then them just die. Die. Yeah. I no, don't know. She's not. not. those
4: other like
0: crazy. The show killed. Dude. This show killed Kate Bush for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> if,
4: if he was gonna kill her, he would kill her, not in BFC Center in the space. Uh, I think she's dead. I'm not gonna uh, bet not... a nasty subway sandwich on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty no, sure she's, she's dead. She's absolutely <laughs> alive. We're gonna see her in like the next block. so it's guaranteed. Nah, 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 nah.
0: She's dead. Nah, I think I think she's definitely alive as well. Yeah. Um. But anyway, <laughs> I like Luwala, so I want her to live. I think she's a conflict, uh, interesting conflicted character. But yes. what I want to can you can somebody remind me what the fuck did she do to deserve to be executed? She's a failure. Yeah. But how? She failed at every
1: mission she was given. They're all constantly failing. I don't know. Right? Don't but what, so why her? And I think, too, like...
3: It's <laughs> like one time they're like, <laughs> like, wait, you didn't kill the good guys. Like, that was your job. We gave you health care to do That's this. That's kind of the reason why she
0: got shot out into space. Yeah, somebody... At the end of every episode of 51 episodes, she needs to get executed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, she could have just been demoted, you know? Like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she
4: is directly responsible for Kate's and Mahalo's death. So, yeah. And Helen's death, too. So, like, I have no sympathy for her. If yeah, she dies in space, I'll be happy.
0: Cosmic retribution, I guess. <laughs> Do you all think that they're paid?
3: Um, do. yes. I don't. Some of them are getting college credit, though.
4: <laughs> I don't is Uso getting paid. Is Usos getting paid? What the fuck? No, no, Usos is <laughs> not getting paid. I mean, child labor Christian.
3: There's only just like, one scene one where like, Usos is like, hey, so like, my Alex paycheck did to AJ. come through this <laughs> week. Like, I
0: was Alex is fine with child soldiers, but draws the line at child labor. I, I, <laughs> one or the other
4: is my policy. Either you force them to fight or you force them to work. You don't force <laughs> them to do both. I bring up my uh, question. Do child soldiers get paid in the world? No, they don't. Unfortunately, do you want to know the sad answer? They do, but it's like in drugs. <laughs> I imagine that's probably what Yusuf is getting paid with Instead of drugs he's getting paid with promises He'll see his parents again Which yeah. is <laughs> <It's> almost <laughs> even more fucked up <laughs> yeah, He's getting paid with promises of his parents And watching the people he loved Die in front of his eyes I also
0: give, any also of... some stardust memory
3: Who's paying like I mean I guess they're getting paid in like food And housing and stuff they're getting paid in experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an internship. <laughs> it's an internship for Anaheim
1: Electronics. No, uh, yeah, that's kind of fucked up, man. I mean, come on, at least put something in, put they something away for his
4: college funds if he makes it that long. Uh it's, a, it's asking the law for him to see if he's gonna make it to college right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think they should unionize. English,
4: stop using 13 olds to fight the wars.
0: <laughs> that too. One more question I had uh, about this episode. Uh, so, is it my understanding is that when Marbetto and Uso are on the way to space, like they're kind of on, in an agreement that they're going to go their separate ways, correct? Yes. Like that's what it seemed like to me. Like Uso's yeah, going to leave. They kind of said that.
4: Yeah, she's, she's going to fight, he's gonna go try and find his parents.
0: It's so weird. It's so weird that like, that didn't really materialize.
4: Also, so the they whole really... terrorist thing, was that just a joke? Because when they were sending off, they had people in the, with guns, like in the, like in the, uh, commander chamber at the airport as well. Like, I was a little confused, like, is it just a, ha, let's, let's do terrorist photos, cause this is funny, or like- Do you, do you
0: think that's just like a funny 1993 bit?
4: Because, oh, like, think, people were hijacking think...
0: planes back then. And, <laughs> I like, thought it was, like, so. part
4: of it was they hijacked the plane act by sending the, the Gundam into space, so they needed an excuse to do it.
3: Yeah, I thought that they were, like, going to use those photos later... To do something but because like, it, like it's thinking a, about it now, I don't know what they use the photos but for. But Odello
0: of, and Warren weren't even supposed to be in the plane, so I I,
3: I just I thought it was like a funny gag. Maybe they like but, sent them to their parents, so they're like, "Oh, <laughs> like this is the reason we're not coming home." But we're also, like, it's,
4: it's a, well, like it's illegal to send weapons on those boats or on those planes. So you find out in the next episode, so like I kind of thought it was a. A way for them to help because it seemed like the other pilot on the on the ship that Kylo gone was was aligned with the with the other empire,
2: mm-hmm. but that, kind of thought it theory. was a
4: it was like a we oh no we got captured by terrorists so they're gonna send the Gundam we had no nothing we could do about it that makes sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, that's good literally hunting, why don't we take uh photos of the pilots it'll be f- terrorist photos of the pilots it'll be funny later on that's it.
3: What they say? we so should do dude. that like next time we go on a flight it's like oh like can I go into like the captain's chambers I've always wanted to see the cockpit and then you're like hey listen that's what I can use this for <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we never
0: see Simon Simon you go to a real brig yeah.
3: <laughs> this podcast gets released to the public that was all satire
0: uh, it's parody law, parody parody law. law. protected parody by law. parody law um also, Shakti is so weird that she she was like one minute like oh I don't want to go to space like she got invited to go to space yeah like they invited it's like if I invited Christian to the party and then Christian's like I don't want to go to the party. And then I post like some Instagram stories of how cool the party is. Then Christian gets yeah, like, all pissy. That he's not at the
4: party. Well, it's it's like if you invite Christian to go, then Simon and I sneak into the party. Send pictures
3: of Michael holding us at gunpoint at the party. <laughs> then like Christian is like, "Oh fuck, oh, I should bus. have been at the party." <laughs> Yo, there's terrorists at this party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what a wild, <laughs> what a wild episode. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about episode 16, Reinforced Takeoff. Shakti boards a League military ship which is headed for space. Meanwhile, Uso, Marbeto, Odello, and Warren are captured by some Zanskar soldiers in space. They meet some other kids who were also taken as hostage, and together they're able to orchestrate a plan of escape. Uh, Uso pilots the victory in space and is able to defeat the Zanskar mobile suits in battle. Um, another pretty quiet episode, um, didn't seem like a lot happened, but we're kind of introduced to this new group of children. Does anyone want to explain their story? Does anyone feel like they can explain what their story
3: is? They, there was like, they lived on like a, 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 solar panel space station or something. And then the Zanskar empire wanted to overtake the solar panel station to steal its energy probably Mm -hmm. and their parents were like left on the station but the kids got taken so i guess probably so the parents wouldn't try to like retake the station Mm -hmm. or something like that so they're just chilling like crying that they want their parents the whole time like seemingly indefinitely like these poor zanskar people are in charge of them now um But then they uh, they escape using goop. Um, Yes, yes. They finally. Yeah, this is the first. (laughs) This is the beginning of slime time because like this is the first time (laughs) that this slime has been introduced um, in this series, um, and it's used uh, a couple times um, going forward. Basically, the slime that is like it's like Nickelodeon slime when it. Um releases and then it hardens up to rock which then can get removed using a weird laser like gun which is showed i don't know i was the slime was very interesting to me because i feel like they wanted to give the kids guns but they're like we can't give the kids guns so they just give them like these slime rockets um but we got what like four new kids now yeah Yeah. does anyone
0: know can anyone name any of the new kids? No, nope.
3: absolutely not. Nope.
4: <laughs> I saw that there were four kids. I put them in a pile in my head and put them to the side. Yeah, there's the two them?
3: brothers and then the two um, blue-haired girls, which I think are related to Camille personally. Ooh, I like Ooh. This. Yeah. Yeah. the same. yeah. They look Bidens. very similar. Yeah, the Bidens. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wonder what's on their laptop. I wonder what's on their emails about Ukraine on those kids' laptops. <laughs> Who's
3: that? Pippin or Pippinden? <laughs> um but and then there's like i feel like there's like another miscellaneous young girl one of that, them's like, name's
1: martina i know that
3: yeah, yeah one of the blue do. hair girls that those like the blue hair girls are like the love interest uh mm-hmm. this is when this is also so slime time starts in this episode but this is when like it starts to enter its like romance phase where yeah. like there's a, there's a lot of like you like her and it's like no i don't and then my no, like, face gets yeah, all red and stuff like that yeah <laughs> These are I like that Day stuff. episodes. I love that stuff because it's put in, <laughs> it's funny. in the most bizarre places, <laughs> yeah. too. They're like, it's like, Uso, you can't go out on that mobile suit. It's like, I gotta go out. It's like people are fighting out there. It's like, yeah, but you gotta stick around for Shakti. Yeah, or yeah, it's like my favorite is when they're like, do
0: you like Shakti or do you like Marbedo, or do you <laughs> like Catalina? Like, who do you
3: like, Uso? <laughs> like hmm, like three women that like are at least 10 years of age apart from like each other respectively like let me think about this yeah do i love the grown-ass woman he's getting the most action from the grown-ass women for whatever reason though like that one girl loves to shove his head into her chest but well she did
0: yeah we're 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 gonna get there There, there's a whole sequence of uh titty torture oh my god (laughs) 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 Dear, dear lord yeah all right
4: uh. <laughs> <laughs> I... What, Michael? We'll get there.
2: We'll get there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh,
1: episode 17, Christian, you want to end it. 17 is the recap episode, isn't it?
3: That yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, skipped this yeah, one. I skipped this one.
4: I was very confused <laughs> in this episode.
3: I was like, Who was recapping to who, though? It was like it was like these weird, like royal people I've never seen before. Oh yeah. They were basically it was, like, it was recapping the, events to the Queen. Right? Yeah, okay. the Queen. So that's when the Queen was introduced, which is like important.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But There's a little bit of world building in there. You kinda realize that side one and two are colonies that are flanking the moon and they're kind of the home base of the Zanskar Empire, which we did know. And the queen is that. also
3: kinda of like introduced as like the nice guy, you know, like she's like, Oh, I don't want fighting if there has to be like if there's another yeah, way said... around, which is like But doesn't she say that you have to eliminate the the
4: person driving the white Gundam or the uh victory Gundam? The white love...
3: bastard? Yeah, the white bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, 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 I thought i thought she
4: like loki said kill the kid driving a, a piloting victory gundam
0: yeah something like that i mean like it's definitely she's trying to i don't know trying to like build her character as this like more like calm i like, guess
3: like hit a full character or, like, maybe oh, yeah.
0: more noble like and I'm less not
3: calling it when you
4: when you say kill a 13 year old you don't you're not noble like yeah I there don't was like know. a big just there was a big just position between that, which I remember at the beginning. She's like, Oh, I don't want to be any fighting if we can, and at the end of the story, she's like
3: But also That victory Gundam that like kid. turns people into monsters though. Like the second they see that thing, they just get like get like fucking like red eyes and they're just <laughs> <laughs> the white <gasps> bastard. Yeah, um, That's find, uh, such like, a funny how nickname.
4: Bad was every other Gundam, like every other mobile suit pilot when Uso is the best one ever. And they're all like, "This is more powerful than I've ever seen before."
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I guess everybody sucks at battling. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when they are like when they straight up talk about how bad they are, like or like they're like, "Oh, a bunch of rookies out there," because it it kind of makes it a little bit more realistic. The but. trainees. Yes. Trainees. But yeah, anyway, like kind of, yeah, annoying recap because it was mostly old information with just like a little bit of new world building. So I did watch most of like, I kind of like clicked through it to see if I could catch anything new. Um, We got a little bit of background on the Zanskar like empire. I don't know. In this queen. I don't know. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. like hard to tell what's really going on with them. Up anyway, with that, I think, I think we should take a little break. What do you all think? I'd
3: love that. A little, break, that. Yeah, let's
0: a little do that. break. And then uh we'll come back. We'll discuss episodes 18 through 24. And maybe, if you're lucky, get a little men's health discussion going oh, on. I I have oh, yeah. I have oh, I have a, a topic
4: yeah. on the books ready to go.
0: Alright, I was hoping. I was hoping that was the case. Alright, <laughs> we'll see you on the other side of this break. back it's it's us you know the Gundam podcast and we're, we're, we're ready for a special segment um sponsored by men's health magazine we're gonna talk men's health I alex um last week I brought the discussion I think this time it is your turn to bring the discussion what are, we, yes, what, are we, what are we what are we
4: going to dive into and this discuss is a, this week a good one after just going on a break cuz us went to the bathroom so uh oh. how do you hold your peen when you're using the restroom do you hold it like a little like you hold it like a cigarette or a joint
3: you're what? holding your penis
4: yes wow. like do you hold <laughs> it charging your fingers
3: on top and bottom
4: like a joint in your urethra or, like, or do you like hold it Hmm. But the middle and index, like a cigarette.
0: Hmm. Ooh. So by middle and index, index, I'm also thinking about, like, how do, you, how do you do a pool cue? Is that like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 how do you okay. hold one of those?
1: <laughs> well, you know, you usually take the pool stick at the mm-hmm. far end, you, so people do it differently. You could, you know, put it in the crutch. Uh, I go. Between your I go behind their index finger, or you can. I, what else do people? They put it between the the middle, the knuckles of their index and their middle finger. So Alex, you
2: I use my that too. Oh,
1: like yeah,
3: holding it like a cigar would be the the pool, the pool stick. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
3: I use my thumb, finger, and middle finger. Um, but I think it is important to note. You brought up there was a time in my childhood. I think through middle school. Where just out of like pure challenge i would just not hold anything <laughs> uh, and it just would like stand there and like try my best to like freeform. not make a mess yeah, yeah yeah freeform exactly um and i quickly found out that that was not the ideal way to do it um but do you That's think that how point. you do you think how you hold it influences your health do you think that there's an optimal way or a way that might be damaging to you. I,
4: I would say there is an optimal way to go pee, and that's going to be an option. I didn't bring up, which is just sitting the fuck down and peeing. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. But, yeah. I started. That's I started doing that, and sitting down every time I'm using the bathroom is a, is a is a good move.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that you're. I mean, not only are you keeping everything clean, you're limiting splashback. You're also getting in like an extra squat. You know, just yeah, like a little one extra rest. squat a day. That's like some calories you're burning. An extra squat. Um, it's yes. a good way to, uh, you know,
1: have a relaxing pee in the morning because a lot of times you're a little groggy, you're a little tired, you know. You just want to sit mm-hmm. down for a minute.
3: Okay, Let's but pee. were all of you not around where all of the discourse is going around about snakes climbing out of the <sighs> toilet? And then yeah, directly that's into a really your, good point. Directly yeah, into but your like, butthole. That's a good counterpoint. Yeah. Counterpoint. But do,
4: do do you stand up while you're pooping then, Simon? Counterpoint.
3: <laughs> do you have counterpoint? It's like if you, you stay down while I'm pooping, you might as well sit down while I'm peeing. But like there's something coming out of my asshole when I'm pooping, right? So like a snake can't really like get up in me. Like I'm like if a snake is gonna climb into my house, okay, that is something that I like I can't control at this point. I'm not gonna go put like snake traps in the pipes of my house. But I think just, like, limiting the amount of time in which you're exposed in that way is, like, trumps any sort of comfort for me because I think a snake coming up and touching anywhere in my body, especially in the comfort of my own bathroom, is enough to really kind of prioritize whenever I want to discharge feces or urine.
0: As a society, do we have any confirmed cases of snake... A, a toilet. Uh, into I, heard a hole. It, I heard
4: it from my cousin's fiance's <laughs> brothers-in-law's neighbor. <laughs> Whatever. So, <dude>. Yes, <laughs> yes. I
3: brothers. think that it happens
2: a what? lot more
3: in like, in like if the toilet is like outside, so a snake is. Oh my god! I fucking hate talking about this. <laughs> I
4: just the
0: snakes. Just so the snake mean, part. You,
3: you don't
4: have a toilet outside. If you had a toilet outside, I would never advocate for I Also, or pee live at in fucking point.
3: Portland, Oregon, so like doxing did myself. Can we uncover
1: one of your deepest fears, Simon? Snake. Oh, I am
3: very open that snakes yeah. are my biggest fear. If like I choose where I live in my life based on snake density, and I feel like <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, it's pretty. I did live in Arizona for a summer, which is oh, fucking dude. terrifying, dude. But Arizona's got some critters, man. Let me tell you yeah but yeah no alex uh, sitting down i think maybe sitting down would also kind of help me subconsciously conquer my fear of snakes you know because it's just like it's the more times that snakes don't crawl up my toilet and into my butthole the less Mm -hmm. i'll think about it
0: exactly Uh, another benefit of i mean we're talking about uh sitting down while uh peeing is uh, i'm a big advocate for i want to limit the splash and that's obviously, mm. I, I feel like I pee at a high velocity. Um, yeah, like a fire so, hose. Exactly. So the, limiting the splash is good, especially because, and I want to talk about this, I yeah. have a squatty potty.
2: And I, I have to say, saw that say, I the appreciated potty? that. Yeah. A squatty potty? I got potty? legitimately
1: excited to see that in your old bathroom. Are you also a squatty potty user? I'm a squatty potty fan. I would love to be a squatty potty user. Squatty potty
3: groupie they're not that
0: expensive right they're pretty affordable squatty potty. if you're listening christian uh wants to be a user i would (laughs) would be happy to be in the squatty potty
1: gang to be a shill so how about
4: you uh jump on this yeah can we get can we get some some more like toilet health sponsors because like (laughs) on top of the squatty potty best toilet bathroom invention is definitely the bidet. The bidet, yes. I've been meaning to get one of those, too. I, I need a bidet.
3: I don't use a bidet because it reminds me of a snake coming up <laughs> I and mean, crawling. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you, uh, it paid Japan was great.
4: And a overtime. lot of good things I saw in Japan. The best thing about Japan was the pooping experience. Oh. It was... Sometimes the toilet really just opened up when you walked in the bathroom. That's great. But it... The toilets made noises so it covered up the splashes when you're pooping. The seats were heated. What type mm. of noises? Like little like like music. It
3: screams.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, it
0: was like charming little like elevator music the that whale. was playing like, oh. of
4: Uso after uh, okay. um, <laughs> 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 It was warm warm water cleaning the butthole after pooping.
3: Oh, okay. Which was
4: it was like taking a shower every time I pooped. Does it was it, like, great.
3: Could you kind of like not tell like where you're where your body stopped and the water started type deal, like was it a good temperature? It was a great
4: temperature. It was nice and warm. Okay. You can choose how strong the pressure is. So you're not just shooting you water straight into the poop shoot, like so. You um, make sure it actually gets clean? Everyone listening,
1: everyone here has used a bidet at one time, right?
3: No,
0: I've only used one a couple times at a Mediterranean restaurant in Salt Lake City. Oh, okay. What was your first I've never, experience I've never... like? I've never used a like a proper electronic one. Oh. Fancy one. So I don't well, have any experience with that.
1: My grandmother's wasn't either, but I absolutely loved it.
0: It was like Yeah, I like I like the experience. It was like that's experiencing yeah. a experience. new world. It really was.
3: It, it really was.
4: Well there you
3: go. She wants to give it. us money for uh, it. Us that's that's what? days. I what would about... talk about Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you one, one last key strategy. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Planking on top of the toilet. That's a. So we're talking about exercises you can get. What about a full-on ab workout? That's pretty.
0: I mean, not a bad idea.
3: Yeah.
4: I don't have enough room in my in my bathroom to plank.
0: I don't. Know I if need I to have... clear
4: out my entire bathroom so it's just the toilet. <laughs> I
1: don't like, know if bath... I Have the meditative focus to clench my muscles and release my bladder. Oh. You know. That's.
0: Now I'm imagining just Simon planking on the floor and pissing all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, I never said anything about a toilet. Like... Uh, like Alex, to go back to go back to your original question, uh, I, I hold uh, my penis like a golf club, like I'm about to so do like one a, like a line drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I <That's>... interlock <laughs> my Yeah. <fingers. laughs> Wow! See, this is the podcast where we're not afraid to answer the questions that we've all been dying to ask—the tough questions,
1: America's questions. We're
0: not yeah. afraid of the it. world's
4: questions, Christian. The world's questions.
0: Yeah, we're not. We're not camped by borders. This is a borderless uh, podcast. We, we have we listeners have... across the seas. Did you all know do that? We really do. do we have
4: listeners from Germany? We have some listeners from from uh, Taiwan, I believe have we
2: it's talked about this
3: before like if they need to shit and piss in a mobile suit do they exit the mobile suit and then just do it in space like you're like in the outdoors or do you think there's a built-in like potty function I think
0: uh I think that Uso uh shits and pisses inside Haro's mouth Yeah yeah it's just <laughs> like
3: they Haro's like you eat eat you like dumb bitch so, yeah
4: can we can we address <laughs> thinking, thinking about Haru and him being a piece of shit um, Oh my god it means...
2: Haro did so much in this, this blog episode, too. Dude, gave his fucking
1: life, okay?
4: <laughs> and I still and don't this like it. how you thank but, him. But all of this reminds me back to the scene when uh, Uso and Molly are riding in, the, in her Gundam, or in her, in her Gundam, mobile suit. And you know how, how now in the mobile suits, everything is clear. You can just kind of see out. Yeah. 360. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck does she have a mirror? Like, do, do well, I could it was just a small mirror <laughs> she looks fine really? She got yeah. a double check these got like Dude, do a gonna... makeup
3: touch up on the way to on the way to the dinner date seemed like a, it seemed like an odd place but for the mirror just hanging up in the corner hey can i, I bring like up can i bring up a i mean we haven't done this in a while but can i bring up a burning question of the week ooh ooh yeah play the drop question okay and i want you to each go around and individually answer this i don't know if this will require an individual answer but okay this is the burning question of the week okay was it a good design decision to make haro have the ability to experience pain
0: (laughs) (laughs) who do you want to answer this first
3: i i like okay so this is how i want to so let let me be clear. There are several instances in which Ar- Haro says things like, ouch, that hurt, or like, like yowza, or something like that. Like, in in, in a reaction to a physical pain, like him getting bashed against yeah. something, or um, temperature, like it being too hot or too cold or something. Mm-hmm. Was this, as a creator, the engineer that created Haro, they made the conscious decision to have him create pain. Was this a good idea? Yes or no? Um... Let's start with Alex, actually, because uh, I, I guess... kind of already know what you're going to say. <laughs> I mean, is he
4: actually experiencing pain? Or is when you hit a wall, he goes, ouch, like you do like when you hit a chair against the wall and you say, ouch. Because
3: I feel like, like that's a it. trained reaction to when we've experienced pain in real life. So if Haro's never experienced pain in real life, but then he's it's... just mimicking people around him.
4: Yeah, is so he mimicking the people around him he experience pain? Why would he fake pain? Why would he, would he, like, why would he want
3: others to think that he's feeling
4: pain? It's just he sees other people hit something and go, ow, that hurts. Now he says it himself. But the other question is, no, it's not okay to make Carver feel pain. <laughs> That's fucked <laughs> up. Like, don't make things that I cannot feel... I don't have to feel pain. Yeah, feel like, it, pain. like
3: you're creating something new for the first time and you're like, what is the limitation of, like, me as a human? It's like, sometimes when I, like, bump into things, it hurts. It's like, oh, like, how about this ball robot we're making? It's like, yeah, include that as a feature, obviously. <laughs>
4: Uh, yeah, that that is wrong on a many levels. Christian, well. are you
3: glad that Haru
1: feels pain? Hot take: Yes.
4: Okay, because okay. without pain, Why? he doesn't
1: experience life. And, and experience even if he's not pleasure. really experiencing life, because <laughs> he's like some stupid little robot. Yeah. At least he's more relatable to his human beings, who it's are a his very masters, human thing so. to experience pain. Yes. Yes. So I mean, yeah, as, uh, he's got to be more relatable. As, yeah. Uh, as a product, so
3: there you All
0: go. Right. Yes, I'll
3: take that, Michael.
0: Who? I mean, I feel like I I have a lot to say on this matter. Um, I think uh, if you're gonna create a robot, yeah, and whether or not to introduce things like pain really depends on how you're gonna treat the said robot. So, like, <laughs> if you're going to treat it like a respectable organism, and you're gonna allow it to. You know, have rights, have you know its own thoughts, its own feelings. You know, try and allow it to you know grow as an AI. Then you want to include pain, yeah, because that's part of like the learning experience. It'll influence certain decisions. Exactly. Um, if you don't include those things, although you do kind of run the risk of running into a resentment situation, <laughs> where the where the robot thus resents you, the human being for for creating it in a way in which it can't experience real like world you know thoughts and feelings and pain love stuff yeah, like that yeah yeah um, but i think the key to answering this question is the fact that we know who created haro canonically the creator of haro is none other than amuro ray amuro ray's a sick, Wait, twisted fucking individual <laughs> so of bastard. course that he's going to of course he's going to introduce pain as an option for haro because he himself is experiencing so much pain and so much yeah. grief throughout his time uh, on um, the white base so yeah. but he
4: wasn't experiencing that pain and grief when he created haro yeah, but then I, we're that he that, because... I, I don't think that horror was fully
0: formed at at side six or wherever. You yeah. Know, I think that I think that uh the horror that we're seeing today that it it's gone through some iterations. And all, I think that um probably
1: is... tinkered with him like throughout
0: his also, this the same. I think Amro shit before then. I mean yeah. when we see Amro for the first time, I just rewatched like the first 15 minutes of the Gundam movie. He's like st- not going to school because he can't bring himself to leave his uh his house he doesn't have pants on uh, yeah like, <laughs> you have pants on dude <laughs> there's like <laughs> physical harm that's like in danger that's happening around him that he refuses to like take into account so he makes bad decisions for himself rabo has to like drag him out of his house so i think Amro, when we meet him is a troubled young man
3: oh yeah big time the and then time. so so he's like i want to make this sphere that experiences yeah. <laughs> pain the same way that i experience pain
0: yeah i want to make a sphere that has flaps like wings
3: yeah a big he ass is mouth that they're called sometimes
0: uh canonically has feet and yeah. can spy on you and <laughs> then send <laughs> bubbles into the sky of any of size your memories of any <laughs>
2: size. size either <laughs>
4: And, and is um, and are we agreeing this is the same Haru that Amuro made? It's not like a company that makes Harus. No. No, uh, th- this is a mass-produced
0: Haru, I believe. I think that okay. was canonical in Zeta, I believe. Is uh, the Haru that yeah, Camille Haru's finds like a... was like a toy reproduction of the original Haru. Because I think Amuro, after the One Year War, became so famous wow. that, like... Mattel or Bandai Namco were like, we'll buy the rights to Haro. We'll make a ton of them. We'll make you rich beyond your wildest dreams. Interesting. Um, And so the, the Haros are this then owned by a company. So Haro is basically an Amazon uh Alexa Echo Dot. Yeah, Amazon yeah.
3: basics Haro. And almost <laughs> the company
4: like Amazon would make a robot Phil Payne.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for that discussion. Every that time Haro says okay. ow I in the show, I like wonder why they added that, but I'm kind of I'm kind of with Alex though in that like I think that like Haro doesn't actually experience pain but he like says that to like make himself seem more human. Yeah. You know? more so it's likely. like oh he's just like us, but Haro's like no like you can throw me in a fucking blender and I won't feel anything. But...
4: That that's the only situation where I'm okay with Haro going like,
0: ow that hurts. Yeah. Well. It's kind of like Siri. Like if you say something disrespectful to Siri, yeah, Siri's gonna be like, "I'm not gonna answer to that. That's mean." Yeah, or like that's not... not like Siri's not actually upset. Siri yeah. doesn't have emotions. Yeah, but it's it's that like um, semblance um, of like respect for itself that makes you respect it more.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Siri just
1: heard
2: <laughs> that
0: she's fucking pissed. You. Uh, while we're at it, hey Siri. Leave Gundam I Hardly Know him a five-star review. Please.
3: Cortana, <laughs> you. you too.
0: <laughs> you too, Alexa. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, any, any other thoughts on Men's Health Talk before we wrap up uh, Men's Health Hour?
1: Oh, um, yes. Someone say, Alexa, and then a really weird command. And someone listening to this with the speaker on... Someone's Alexa. Alexa,
3: Google search image, diarrhea. (laughs) Got you. (laughs) Got you.
0: Next week, Simon has our mental health topic. For now, let's move on to episode 18 of Victory Gundam, which is called Battle of the Space Fleets. Epic. Ooh. So
3: fucking epic.
0: All right. Uso, Marbeto, Odello, and Warren take refuge at a solar satellite which was built to provide energy for Earth. It is revealed that the Earth Federation gave up on servicing it due to the fear that the Zanskar Empire will take over the Earth the battleship that the strike team the geezers and shakti ended up on called the reinforce arrives in the air area and chronicle asher uh, launches an attack on it uso and marbeto find the reinforce during the battle and come to support it during the battle warren asks uso for information on courting someone that he has a crush on uh this kind of brings up the love triangle that uso was engaged in mm-hmm. um uh, speaking of the love triangle Shakti, Flanders, uh, and the babies Are sucked into space Due to the Reinforced getting struck By a uh, shell And they are Then sucked into space Which is funny because Flanders The dog has a normal suit on <laughs> um, Doesn't the baby have a normal suit on? You know? Yes <laughs> it's just, like, in its They helmet. like
3: address it too They're like wait can dogs go in normal suits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the reinforce is locked in battle with Bespa when another Federation ship arrives and forces the Bespa forces to retreat. Uso finds the League's leader, um, and instead of asking him for information on his parents, he decides not to because the League military's leader kind of turns out to be an asshole, um, and this upsets Uso greatly. Um, <laughs> speaking of Haro, I have a uh, I have a note here that. um I have no idea what this means, but it's just Haro is unhinged. I don't know if that's a reference to but at some point, Haro uh, did
4: something uh, weird. Is this the episode when, like, they're like, yeah, they're like, rebuilding things inside the solar panel, and Haro was just bouncing around, like,
2: Yes. Like, yes 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 he's <laughs> <yes, yes. laughs> just like lying and hitting yeah. shit going ow that hurts yes. and then he's like in front of the
0: camera and-, and, oh, yeah. and I was like get out of the way of the camera we're trying to like figure things out um, trying to have an actual conversation I want to see gonna, like, face.
3: Some drugs or something
1: and then it's like also he's like doing way too much you're like uh Haru, go check on like the maintenance block. It's like, oh wow, Haru has real responsibilities now. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> what, what but happening? they don't tell you the maintenance block
4: doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Haru is <laughs> honestly just like a step
3: up from Claptrap. Oh. In <laughs> my opinion. Haru, Claptrap, RTD2. It's all the same thing.
0: Um there was also a a offensive word thrown into the yeah. subtitles on this episode which was very upsetting to see
3: i i i was thinking about that i fault the people who wrote the subtitles more than i fault like because yeah. I, I think like in japan or like in japanese like it probably like they might not have a word that carries that same weight and then like in america they're like oh like hell yeah we have this word for that but oh yeah
0: i mean especially in 1993 or yeah, whenever yeah. you know this is probably transcribed in 95 or something yeah the use of that word was pretty rampant so i'm assuming that they uh were just using it as a way to say like dumb or silly or yeah. you know
3: because I, I i doubt that they're translating that same word and it was as a result of like but like i got you flowers and it's like do you know how we get oxygen in this life? like i'm to so <laughs> oh, yeah. say that anytime somebody gets me flowers now because like it's it's like oh so you pick the thing out of the ground that cleanses our air cool thanks i would yeah, love these thank- dead yeah. things oh, yeah
0: it's yeah. <laughs> a good point Um. But this brings up the the question that is on everybody's uh minds after yeah. watching this episode. Who who are we shipping with with Uso in this love triangle? Oh,
3: are you saying the love triangle and is
0: Shakti, Shakti, Karina and Uso? Okay.
1: Oh.
4: Shakti. He he
3: picks Shakti over Catalina multiple times. How time. does this baby tie into any? Okay, like, do we know? Okay, because like Shakti's been carrying this around. Carlman,
0: hey, we know his name. It's Carlman. Yeah, call okay.
3: him the baby. This no. is where Carlman. Carlman, like babies are still produced in the same way in this universe that they're produced in real life. Okay, so like, where did Carlman come from?
0: Simon, do you think that Carlman is Shakti's baby? Is that what you think is? No, happening? but I'm <laughs> saying like if you.
3: Like Whose baby do you think
0: Carlman is? <laughs> That's
3: what I'm asking. <laughs> I think, I don't know, maybe it'll come out that, like, Carlman is really, like... Carlman kind of has, like, a Baby Yoda vibe going on. So they're just, <laughs> like, does. bringing him around and they, like, give him all this importance, but... He's just a street baby, I and mean, you can't just a street baby, baby to die. Yeah, Carlman's a street baby. I should yeah. have Uso yeah, and, think... honestly, Katayina. Kata yeah. Just for Uso's sake, because that'd be, like, a big... That'd be, like, kind of hitting out of your league, or... what? What's the... Yeah, but that's
4: not okay on her side of things. Because he's yeah. 13, and she's, uh, what, I mean, 16, we, we, probably? We
0: have... 17. We can't, we can't take that to, to yeah, too ma- much maybe, consideration. Let's assume they, an keep it, they
3: keep it platonic until... Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, Uso loves those cheat kisses. He gets so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, I know. yeah.
0: I I have a hard time uh shipping Shakti and Uso. I mean because uh, yeah, I know they are children, but because they're like they kind of raised each other.
3: Also so Uso referred kind of Shakti to Shakti many yeah, a times true. as his sister. So like Or, like a sister like person. But
4: that's that's a that's a fair that's a fair argument.
0: Yeah. I don't know, uh, but I like Shakti's character so much as well like Yeah. I wonder if I want her to find her own happiness. I kind of want her to embrace being like a princess or royalty.
1: You know. yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh,
1: Christian. Go
2: into episode, in episode 19.
1: 19. Let's do it. Speaking of Shakti. In search of Shakti.
3: Kareem. Shakti, the heart. And you a bad name. My name. Bad. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: Ooh. Um, Shakti for whatever reason, was carrying around willow tree seeds. I want everyone to know that. Um, That makes me love her so much. I don't know why. It just does. Anyways, the crew realizes that Shakti, Susie, and company have gone missing in the fray of the battle. Mm. Meanwhile, drifting in space, they are found and taken in by Bespa forces where it is revealed that Shakti is royalty. (gasps) Nani?! Daughter of Queen Marielle, also a new type. Take note, audience. Uh, Uso, Odello, and company sneak out and go and search uh, go uh, go on a search and rescue mission under the watchful eyes of Marbet, Marbet de San and Oliver. Uso and others are intercepted by bespo Forces and barely fend them off before the Shreiketimo comes to the rescue. This is a great episode. I loved
2: it. I, loved I did it.
1: Too. What do you boys got to say about it?
2: Hmm. Did not guess she was loyalty. I that they, like,
3: just knew that they were able to, like, just query this, like, database of, like, fingerprints. Um, and I guess that's how they came to that conclusion.
1: But I did not but... see that coming. Did you guys we were, like, what the fuck? Like,
3: i well like there are so okay that was a time left turn (laughs) no 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 it wasn't okay it was um what was the fucking show we just watched where literally this exact same thing happened (laughs) yeah Yeah, like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i like okay i'm sorry like that it was not out of left field, okay? Okay, 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 okay. okay. Beach Maybe and Lando are just up. Warren and I, I O'Dello, I was okay? Like, there are so many. I mean, I, I think it's almost like they're just like trying to like. There's this like formula that they have in their mind of they're like, okay, like we start out and we have like. Okay, like we know that like having a young kid as the pilot works, and then like you know it it seemed like views were up when we had like you know this person as a princess, so let's include that too, and like people seem to like Becca and Monda. so let's have like you know the Warren and Odello, like they will like fill that role. So it's like they're kind of just like fine tuning their algorithm, yeah.
4: and like the love interest has to get kidnapped,
3: like yeah, happening. exactly. A few times. I'm not exactly. Talking, and, like,
2: I mean
1: yes, but like. We do have like the princess and the upstart kid as the pilot, da 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 da. But like, mm-hmm. did did it's you a, pre, did you see that coming? That Shakti was part of the Zanskar Empire royalty. It's, no, yeah,
0: it's it's a little different um than what has been previously done, but it is almost like um they took the Maneva Zabi storyline from like double Zeta or doubles in Z- double Zeta and like. Can, like fused it with the plot from f91 because mm-hmm. it is kind of almost doing what i my theory that in my note here i have is that i think Tomino's trying to make up for f91's failure so he's trying to kind of retread oh. the storyline from f91 but do it in a better way yeah which i think it's working because it, yeah. i think it's the fact that we've had these two characters together for so long and we see their kind of love for each other You know their, you know brother sister love or you know however you want to interpret their love for each other, and then he Tomino takes them apart. It's it's so much better than F ninety one where that happens in the first five minutes of the movie, and you're like, who are these characters to each other? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and like and we know that that movie was a big disappointment, and it feels like he's kind of trying to retread that. The one thing I like, I was somewhat surprised Christian, but I did actually have another note up from episode um i think it was from episode 14 No, it was on my it was on my notes for episode 13 which i didn't say i don't always say all these notes i have but i had that shakti is a major part of the opening sequence so during the opening song like shakti's presence is like ever present in that so my note is that like she's super important to the story in some way Mm. and i didn't know it at the time but i think you know obviously this is why Mm-hmm. Can I tell um, you guys kinda... one
1: of my anxieties, like along that point, Michael? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the the opening theme does definitely it features her as like a a big motif in the in the in the show. Um, <clears throat> I'm like anxious that Tomino is gonna kill her.
3: Oh my god! Because
1: there are some scenes in the in the opening theme that I feel like might suggest that, and I like <laughs> really, really, like every episode I've like kind of. Uh, white knuckled a little bit because it's like man i really hope he doesn't that he doesn't fridge or something like that
3: um other than the one dude at the beginning of the one okay i'm trying to think when they killed off kids before and like remember the bazooka person the bazooka boy was his name i think was it alex because yeah. he died, and he was a child, and like that oh, was like in, kind of a big in deal F91,
0: like yeah, in F ninety one. Yeah, At the very oh, beginning,
3: yeah. it was like the first like first or second episode. But yeah, when else did children, they like? They don't do it. They don't do it. Like I, that's the only time I can like really think that they do it, which is like probably Fam- for the best. But famously,
0: they didn't kill Lena <laughs> when you all owe us subway sandwiches. Famously, they well, don't famously. kill children. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was that was actually a really brutal death, Simon. I, I haven't really thought about the fact that they don't kill it doesn't seem like
3: they kill the kids a ton. I mean, I think that like you honestly probably have to like up the rating if you like, you know, knowingly kill a minor. I feel like that's kind of like no no fly zone for like cartoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh...
2: But yeah,
0: Christian, I, I mean I wasn't fully surprised, but I do get kind of the this, because it, we also do have Katina in there Which is like an interesting wrench in the story Because right. it's like She's also playing the other side Or or, like, or is she? I don't know, or what do you is, all think that, What no the fuck is she clue. doing? What is she I, up
4: to? I don't think she's playing I think she's doing the other side
1: I I have to agree with Alex I feel like she initially may, That may have been her intention But I feel like she has sympathies With mm-hmm. whatever the Zanskar Empire uh, Is up to because she does have a line in the very first episode that's like really dark. Um,
2: yeah.
1: about at like least her
0: dad or stepdad or caretaker or somebody, somebody, she, yeah,
1: he's like, Yeah, they kind of had it coming, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I think Alex is right, I think she just has some underlying sympathies
0: with the Zanskar that, like that the earth just is using, getting bigger. like.
3: The dude with red hair is like a sugar daddy. Because she's getting just like taken care of at this point, right? In like a big castle.
2: Yeah. That's he has like an sick. interesting
1: line in episode 24, which we'll like, we'll get to later. I feel like that kind of hints on that. Yeah. What you just said.
3: <laughs> yeah. but anyways.
0: Uh, let's go ahead and move on to episode 20. Nice. Uh, which, which is called Eve Before Battle. Uh, the League Military and Earth Federation forces prepare the Hill, Hill, Hilllands Microwave System in the hope of taking down the Kellius Gilui. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. And when they I say, I think it, it's the
1: it so Kalas Gile or something like that.
0: Gile. Guile uh, and its fleet by causing them headaches, diarrhea, and future cancer by using like a microwave satellite. Uh, with help from Junko, Uso learns how to fight on a team while defending the Helion during his preparation. Uso learns about Junko's crazy tactics and how Oliver thinks she wants to die. The League uh, military uses the microwave system, causing the headaches and abdominal pain uh, for the Vespa forces. The Shrekotima sorties and takes down the fleet along with Uso. Due to the microwave system, Bespa is unable to effectively fight back. During the battle, Shakti links up with Katayina, and Shakti begins to feel the battle happening. Maybe a new type? Question mark? Mm. Ooh, confirmed? We'll find out. We'll
1: find out.
0: I think, I'm
1: thinking so.
2: Um,
0: um, but I was just going to ask, how are you all feeling about the characters in the show? I feel like around this episode, I was starting to really enjoy the interpersonal relationships between characters and kind of i feel like i was kind of starting to fall in love with like odello and warren and mm-hmm. Junko and oliver like all these characters i feel like i'm starting to really like alex how are you feeling about all of our, I, all of our characters
4: i'm still having a hard time like really liking this show i don't dislike them i don't like them interesting wow. yeah wow they kind of I feel very mid about this entire experience. Like,
3: wow, whoa, yeah, whoa.
0: (laughs) What do you? What what about you, Christian Simon?
3: What do you all think? I mean, I think I could see feeling that way just because, like, there are a lot of characters in this that do get like they really do get a lot of equal screen time in a lot of ways. Um, especially like I don't know, I was noticing Warren and Odella were getting way more screen time now, and like also having like bits that like reoccurring bits that they go back to, which is interesting. Um, and also, wasn't there, like, Oliver, does Oliver have a love interest in Marbet? Yes, yes. Did I make, did I fabricate that in my head? Has that always been the case?
1: Well, it's interesting, because uh, Marbet... Uh, Oliver and Junko have a kind of live triangle, love triangle. Yeah, that's on. what
3: that's what I was thinking, and I was yeah. like, "That's what that's what um made me more compelled about Oliver because I'm like, oh, this dude like has his own desires and intentions, like past, just like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but but of part of me, part of me thinks
1: Oliver's kind. Team.
3: Oliver could be an earnest guy
1: who's like really terrible at uh reading social cues especially from Marbet mm-hmm. um or or he's being a player and he's like saying oh yeah i have to comfort Junko in these tough times so i have to be by her side um sorry about that you know like either he's being a total fuckboy or he's just clueless uh um, yeah and i think um san is also kind of horrible at communicating so it makes for an interesting little love triangle i'm enjoying it i'm having a i'm having a, having a great time with these characters absolutely love yeah,
0: it i i feel like there is like the way that i'm reading that situation it it's because i think part of the reason why we all are going to have our different reads is that it's a lot of between the lines analysis that you have to do to understand what's happening cuz they're not explicitly saying like Oliver and Marbeto have a relationship and Marbeto's super jealous of Junko. Like they're not ex- like there's no exposition that really tells us that. You just kind of have to figure it out from these weird context clues and these like little offhand remarks between each other and then like Uso's like so like what's going on with you and Junko yeah, and exactly. Olivia or Oliver? So it's just like kind of a hard way to read it, but from my perspective it's like Oliver is, like, the manager of the Shreiku team. Yeah. And then Marbeto is, like, doing her own thing. Like, she didn't really want to be a part of the Strike team because she kind of wanted to, like, forge her own path yeah. and do her own thing. And that's kind of, like, caused a little bit of tension between them. And now she's kind of, like, obviously, like, has to have a working relationship with both him and his team of babes. And that's, like, just a little bit of... Uh, Grading, like, yeah. For yeah, and also I think that she's finding out, like, she's discovering his relationship with the Shrekku team, where it's like he does care for them as, like, friends and humans and, like, wants them to, like, survive. And I think that she just had to build the relationship with Junko to kind of see that, like, she is worth managing and worth keeping around mm-hmm. because she's a good pilot and a good person. So, um, but that is all from three lines of shitty exposition yeah <laughs> but i like that there's no exposition on that i like that it's
1: you know I, you have to read between the lines or it, the dynamics are built off those like those offhand comments yeah that, that's just my moments. head canon. yeah that's
0: not even true like i i don't <laughs> know if that's right at all that's just how i interpreted it if anyone else has a different read on that situation i would love to hear it because i think it's really interesting
3: actually I think that Oliver really likes Marbit but he's worried that like Junko will get jealous of Marbit. Is that essentially what you just said? That is like how I was um I don't know if Junko's
0: worried about him though. I think she's just more upset that like she's
3: just her like comrades are dying. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Junko's on some shit. She... It, when is the episode where she just, like, fucking executes that one, dude?
0: I feel like oh. she kills a ton of people. Yeah, no, 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 no,
3: no. Wait, what was the whole... St- am I miss Of the person holding up the white flag, and then they're just, like... Oh, oh he's yes, give, dude! Uh... I, think then, I, think I think that was the last episode. Was well, that episode, not not that episode, did that? Because Junko's just like, fuck it. Like, we're tracing... No like
0: yeah she goes murking people right well now. like yeah.
3: tracing people down because like i feel like they have to tell her several times that it's like they're retreating and she's like doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, and honestly i'm with her on that one yeah like it's Ow. kind of wild to like see a character like that and like everyone's just like whoa like hold up <laughs> like because, i don't know i i love Evo. Yeah. yeah
4: i say he's a straight after, warrior, after kate's death honestly they
3: That's all what i'm saying face. is foreshadowing <laughs>
1: Let's, I'm also uh, fucking anxious for her as fuck because they yeah. keep foreshadowing uh, her
0: death. I know. I, I,
4: there's there's not a Shrek team, a Shrek team member who's going to survive this. I'm like, yeah, hundred so. uh, like, percent. They're all dying. they are the adults. It's, it's, they're allowed they're allowed to kill them. killing them. Yeah,
0: they're gonna. They're. they're I'm calling my shot. They're gonna bring Fuala back, and then like build her up as a great character on the other side, and then like one of her or Junko are gonna kill the other one. It's going to break my lips. I my like my that prediction.
1: <laughs> Dude. I would have thought.
0: All right. Let's jump into episode 21, Christian.
1: All right. Episode 21 The Strategic Satellite. The battle rages on. Uh, Junko and Uso push into enemy controlled territory. While Uso is preoccupied with Junko's suicidal behavior on the battlefield, um, he's also preoccupied with uh, trying to find Shakti and make sure she is okay. Because at this point, she could be alive or dead. Uh Uso becomes terrified of the pain cries of death through increasingly uh intense manifestations of his new type abilities. Uh temporarily overwhelmed in battle, Uso gets support from Odello, Warren and Company, who deliver the laundry pole. Okay. <laughs> I the think laundry fucking pole.
3: rules.
1: <laughs> in a weird way, it is a sick fucking title for this. Like, OP weapon. It is so fucking <laughs> cool. Um, uh, yeah, I was blown away when it came on the scene. I was like, oh, shit. Just go real. Anyways, where am I? Okay. So the Reinforced plows through Bespa uh, defenses of the Keyless Geel fleet using the Gone Land, I guess it was like a, another, uh, you know, Federation cruiser, as a shield, self-destructing them uh, as weapons uh, in order to break through their defensive lines. Chronicle realizes the League military ploy. Uh, he has all of the Bespa forces converge on the Reinforce. And this amazing uh, hand-to-hand combat sequence ensues. And um, in the fray, Chronicle is able to rescue Captain Tassolo, which is the, the head honcho guy that executed Fuala Griffin. Um, Katagina somehow sneaks onto the battle uh s- sneaks out into the battle to relay that Shakti is safe um to one of the shakti to the shraike team uh, members um as does haru uh Uso's ecstatic to get the news, and that is the end of that episode um, it
3: took twenty one episodes for Uso to kill an m f and he finally <laughs> does. Uh, Uso
4: broke the seal
3: yeah. and marked like <laughs> <Yeah>. seventeen guys. <laughs> <Yeah. or something. laughs>
4: exactly. Has not really, really had a chance to like really fight people to the death in a little bit though? I think I think the seal was broken when you were still on Earth and it just has not got a chance to do it. Oh, yeah. uh,
3: this time he's like he like looks people in the eye and he's like, "You're gonna be dead." At- but, like, it was fucking... He did it, and then he was like, what was that? sounded like the screams of a dying person. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. like fucking moved on. But... This was yeah, a battle episode.
1: His new type abilities are starting to manifest themselves. He's starting to really tap into his abilities, too, which is why I think he's able to fucking kill some motherfuckers. Imagine
3: you think you're about to be saved by, like, your friends... And then you see Haro pop up. And, like, that's
2: all.
0: <laughs> Haro just takes a picture of you and yeah. floats away. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, one of the best parts about this show, and one of the reasons why I'm starting to really like it, is at no point, except for maybe a couple of little tiny mentions, does anyone around Uso put the pressure on him of being a new type like they do in the previous episode, yeah. or the previous seasons No, and I think that's like I think that's like really allowed me to enjoy the journey of yeah. him like finding his abilities more so than the other ones because the adults aren't constantly like how's it going new type are you a new type yet can you feel <laughs> the pain of others yet you fucking idiot you new type you do shit like what, what can you see can you tell me what's going to be on the lottery new type hey what color am i thinking how many fingers am i holding up new uh, type. How, how many fingers am i holding up it's just the middle finger. <laughs> <a> fucking idiot <laughs> It's just like they're just allowing him to be a
4: child soldier. Yeah. <laughs> but finally,
0: uh. the boy wanted him to a child soldier, not
3: a magic child yeah, soldier. Exactly. Yeah. He's just like us.
2: But I'm enjoying
0: his journey as a new type because it's like it is a lot less ham fisted as the previous ones. I mean, of course we know what's happening, like it's a cyclical story, but I find it a lot more engaging like whenever he killed the person in this episode and they had a like white flash i was like shit That like that was intense that it's kind of it yeah. was kind of brutal to be honest and it kind yeah. of was really affecting to, to like have him feel that burst of pain from killing someone and then when he does it again i was kind of like oh like i didn't Don't like do it, it didn't... again but like, then it makes me think else.
3: like every time like Fuck like every time like Junko kills someone does she feel that but she's just like cool with it oh no no he's a new type he feels the pain of others yeah. i understand okay. Yeah, or maybe
0: maybe junko is i would love it if junko we, was a not know she, that she fucking loves not. it she's like yeah give me some more <laughs>
1: <laughs> old type uh simon design questions uh i want to get your take on the fishbone ship
3: that odello and warren are often flying oh, around. oh yeah yeah oh my god yes okay you all know me so well that is yes I love that ship I wanted to build that out of Legos so bad like (laughs) ugh I want there just to be like I would a love whole a game kit
1: of that shit. Yes. that would be amazing. I want amazing. there to be a
3: Gundam video game, and all you do is you fly around in that ship around a space station, just like repairing various areas of it. And that's <laughs> yes, all the it's video game the, is. Yes. And like, yeah, <laughs> avoiding
0: conflict. Yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. Like if you get caught, it's like a stealth game. But no, it it was really cool. It kind of looked a little bit like a. I like how square it was, like a little bus or something like that. But
1: yeah, and like the Abespa has um like chunkier versions of them that will mm-hmm. transport the Zolowats. Oh like yeah, one on top and one on the bottom. That to me is that caught
3: my eye. That was so. cool. No, that was very cool. cool. I, when they met up with um the dudes' parents, um when they like found them, that might have been in a future episode. They like they like chained them together somehow to make like a really like a cooler, um. But I always like in Star Wars, all my favorite ships are always like the transport ships. Like, I just think that they're so it's cool to see because like, there's so much flair and so much like unnecessary, you know, design in science fiction. But I feel like with those ones, like the people making them are like, OK, this is a utilitarian ship. Let's show like it's it's very you can like see its utility on its outside um, with no like adornments or anything. But right, so asking, it's asking Christian. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a beautiful piece of world building because it's like, oh yeah, they can use this. Like, it makes to do, sense. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. All
0: Anyways, right. Any other notes, yeah. boys? Um, I just have that the captains in this show really love flexing that they're not going to wear a normal suit because they're not afraid of dying, and then <laughs> they always end up putting it on, <laughs> like two frames later. Epic. Like it's, I could count on my hands the amount of times where they're just like, I'm not going to wear a normal suit. There's no way I'll go down with the ship and then it cuts back to them later and they have like a full fucking normal <laughs> suit on. They're like abandoning the ship. Is this it the happens. first
1: time the overhang cannons come out too?
0: I think it might be, yeah. I'm pretty sure because it, it, he doesn't get them until space. Uh, those are also, like, such a direct reference to uh, Gundam F91, because that uh, that Gundam also has those overhand cannons.
1: Dude. Yeah,
0: fucking the Four. overhand
1: cannons fucking are sick. Sick. Um, All
0: right, let's. Let's 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 move on. Let's go to episode twenty two. Episode twenty two. Episode twenty two.
3: Two 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 22 Episode twenty two 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 two
0: two 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 two. What are the chances that on two 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 we're going to do episode twenty two? Dude, what are the chances? What are the chances? Simon, Simon, how old are you?
3: 23 but i'm 22 i'm 22 wild i can't believe i'm 22 i was 22 last year
2: Crazy. Uh,
4: today is the date is a paladrome and whatever that thing is called when it looks the same upside down as normal as well (laughs) like if you reverse like the every number it's still the same number there's a term for that when you can like the word upside down it spells the same thing
0: we'll call it a palindrome i it's i couldn't palindrome. correct you even if i wanted to um it's a weird day anyway episode 22 <laughs> the tiger oh of space. great episode oh, great episode title you know it's going to be a banger when it's called the tiger of space i mean like how could it not be great episode um after the battle Uso, junko and oliver are searching the debris for survivors Uso finds Haro in the debris and Haro shows Uso a video of Shakti Susie Carlman and Flanders um, and they're hiding or they're uh, being kept in a Bespa ship um hiding in the same debris, in the same debris as Haro is the last group of Bespa fighters um, and they're led by Godwald Hein, the Bespa soldier who Uso met and helped in episode 15. Godwald shows Uso a warrior's honor and allows him to return to his mobile suit before they engage in combat. With the help of Junko and Oliver, they first Godwald to retreat. Um, Uso then returns to the reinforce, which is being resupplied and fixed. At a Levian Rose. We're back to one of the Levian Rose. Levian Rose 4. Le'Vean Rose Le'Vean four. four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: kids from the satellite thing are going to be returned to the parents, and Uso will guard them on their way back. Um, Before they're able to leave, Uso is sneak-attacked by Junko and Marbeto and gets the old boob-rub-and-face interrogation where, basically... A tale as old as time. (laughs) (laughs) Junko shakes her boobs on Uso's face until he reveals that his ultimate goal is to get back to Shakti. Um, Crazy tactic that she uses. Uh, only, is, uh... in <laughs> only in anime. Only in anime. They allow Uso to leave, and while protecting the kids, he they are attacked again by Godwald and his team. Uso is pushed to his limit again, and he defeats all three of the Bespa units in battle all by himself. Um, it is shown again that Uso is building on his new type abilities, which he uses in combat. Uh, what did you all think about this episode? I thought it was a pretty strong one.
1: Pretty strong one. You know, I was going to say that uh, episode 21 was the episode that I felt was starting to really fall in love with the show. And I think episode 22 just made that love stronger. Uh, I really loved the, the tiger in space, this old guy who's kind of like in a weird way, uh, like one of the best mentors for uh, Uso <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in a really fucked up way. Uh, but essentially, telling him like you, there's no time to be a child anymore, <laughs> even though you're only 13. But like, really, if you don't, if you don't buck up, like you will get killed, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta show up. And so, anyways, yeah, it was like, uh, it felt like uh, an episode that was like a enemy of the week type episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in a really awesome way. Um, yeah, it's
0: really well
2: contained. Yeah. I loved it. Anyone else? Any thoughts? These battle
3: episodes um I think I have a hard time distinguishing like individual moment. No, I have an individual moment I liked. When Uso fucking did the old switcheroo and made Tiger kill his own guy. Oh classic. Classic.
0: Yeah, that's also when the Tiger guy Tiger King is what I almost called. Tiger him. King. <laughs> Uh he threw his double scythe like as like a boomerang mm-hmm. basically. Or mm-hmm. as like a, a shuriken. A crazy, crazy. Crazy weapon. Crazy.
1: And do serious damage too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway, I I think this episode is memorable for Godwald as well as the uh boob rub face interrogation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great tactic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um anyway, Christian, whenever you're ready, episode twenty three.
1: Episode 23, The Infiltration of Zanskar. Zanskar, however you want to call it. Uh, Martina suddenly comes down with a mysterious illness, um, and the closest place that she can get medical attention is in the Zanskar Empire's capital. Forced to consider infiltration, uh, an infiltration operation, they rig some rocks together in a wiring web to disguise the fishbone um, as they head towards the Zanskar Empire. To kind of approach. Do a stealthy approach. They are spotted and confronted. But Uso is able to force the Bespa Scout team to surrender. Without even firing a shot. Despite a fierce battle with the Sand Hoge. Which is that uh, orange caterpillar looking thing. Uh, which is absolutely insane mobile armor. Uh, Uso and the others infiltrate successfully. Uh, Ocean's Eleven style. Zanskar... Uh, very much a fascist paradise-looking place. Uh, Susie, uh, Carlman, uh, Susie and Carlman are able to reunite with Odello and Warren. Um, and that's about it, right, for that episode? This episode
3: anything? asks the very brave question of what happens when Gundam gets kicked in the nuts. Because (laughs) you remember the scene where like the fucking, it was just wailing for whatever (laughs) reason, just like, and nothing happened, of course, but I just thought it was a really funny scene. (laughs) I wanted to like, I want that as a gift, I think. That's what I want for my birthday. (laughs) But I was also trying to think of like the logistics of how a single person controls like, a non-humanoid mobile suit. Like, that must have been a lot of, like, because I know that he had, like, one of the trainees and kind of, like, a, it seemed like one of the arms of it that was able to detach.
0: I think there were four people in it. There were, it was the the guy who developed it. Yeah. Like, basically, like, the salesman or some <laughs> shit like that. Can I... <laughs> Fucking used car salesman. Yeah, we're like, oh, gonna make so there. much money after this. <laughs> <driver>. <laughs> the captain and then, like, the two trainees were, like, in, like, gunner seats, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wild, wild-looking mobile armor.
3: Well, mobile armor. Bad guys are bugs. Confirmed. <laughs> Bad guys are always bugs. Mm-hmm. This is a really good episode. I did,
0: my, the only note I have for this is another weird Harrow note that I don't know what this is a reference to. It just says, Harrow is a Chad. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. This is so cryptic. I, like, I know. Uh... I don't know, like i need to fucking put more context in these you should make
3: this a game of like what did i mean when i said this (laughs) Um, and oh they use the goop in this one again too Mm -hmm. that was like such a smart way of like infiltrating it too yeah like just like cut a square and then like plug the square with something in which you're able to open up one side and close that it's like at it like you could have just like shoved them up through a hole and I wouldn't have asked any questions, but it was like all in the details, baby.
1: Yeah, I thought it was cool. I don't have really very much, uh, very many notes on this episode, but I did enjoy watching it. I'll tell you that.
3: My only note was literally and got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the highlight 10 years old,
4: yeah. most important thing. They
0: finally uh, did it. <laughs> They finally addressed the, the burning question. Um, let's jump on to episode 24, then. Uh, episode 24 is called Attack the Capitol." And I'm like, what is this, January 6th?
2: Michael. Hey, yo, Michael.
0: <laughs> Uso, Uso was at the Capitol on <laughs> I saw pictures of him in a Haro. I saw
3: a picture of a suit in the fucking house of representatives.
0: <laughs> a photo of Shakti taking a shit in Nancy Pelosi's pants.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs>
3: we watched the news.
0: <laughs> uh, this episode opens up on, is it side two where they're located? Zanskar the Empire? Yeah. Anybody know? Yeah, side two. Side two. This episode opens up on side two, where Uso and the others are hiding and getting uh, Martine some treatment at a hospital. Uh, they've run into Susie, and she tells Uso that Shakti is currently meeting her real mother, the queen of the Zanskar Empire. Uh, Shakti and the queen meet along with Chronicle. Uh, meanwhile, Katina watches them all on a hidden camera. uh. Chronicle then reveals his master plan to uh, Karina, which is, uh, in quotes, to make the Zanskar uh, Empire a motherly society. Um, in other terms, uh, Chronicle wants to destroy the patriarchy.
4: Um, to... I can get behind that.
3: <laughs> Pretty cool. No, but they're just cool instilling guy. a girl boss. they got to just tear <laughs> it all down. We've already
0: tried that. Haman. We already tried that with Haman. The... <laughs> Uh, the military police are aware that the children have infiltrated the colony, and so they begin to search for them. Uso returns to the Gundam uh, while Odello and Warren uh, try and distract the guards uh, so that the others can hide and get Martina some more treatment at the hospital. Uh, Uso gets back to the victory, and unbeknownst to him, the League Militaire launches a surprise attack on the Zanskar capital to uh, get Zanskar Empire to re- send some of their forces back to side two. Uh, This buys everyone some time to escape and gives Uso the opportunity to find Shakti. Um, He's able to find Shakti at the capital, but in the end, he decides to leave her um, as this is what they decide would be best for her at this time so that she can uh, get some more time with her mother as they've just reunited. Um, And that's all I have for this episode. What do you all think about Shakti's story? And specifically, what do you think about the decision for them to like split up
3: that seems like a very like intelligent decision to be honest because like yeah. i mean like i don't know like if they got shakti back on their team what's gonna ha- in enemy territory like what's gonna happen right like they have to like stage this whole heist of like breaking out which they probably already have to do but yeah i mean i i don't know i think it was important for Uso just to see that shakti was alive because like up until this point like i mean uso has only seen the like horror, um bubble EV picture thing. yeah Horror bubble yeah 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 to think of like a clever word for... oh like a streaming service and it's called Horror, and you have to watch it on a bubble um, <laughs> but uh so like i don't know it's just like they hugged and it was nice and then i guess i wonder what uso's new like goal is now because it's not to like rescue shakti anymore right yeah, that's interesting. I guess to find yeah. dad.
4: Yeah, I, I think it would have been a betrayal of Uso's character for him to try and pull Shakti away from her mom, and yeah. his whole goal was to find his parents. That's a really and... good
3: point. Yeah.
1: And it but... was it was as a sign as... of his good character that he was like, Oh yeah, I want happiness for Shakti. So, Uso's just means, like a
3: like, regular ass dude. The queen, like he yeah. just has like pretty understandable morals, to be completely honest. And I think mm-hmm. it's probably due to the fact like what Michael was saying is that he's not he doesn't have this like new type lens on him because like I feel like sometimes new types are like morally immune to a lot of stuff because it's like oh you're like going through some shit so you can kind of do whatever you want but like Uso just kind of has to make decisions like a regular ass person because everyone's treating like a regular ass person and we love to see it and we love to see
2: it also
0: it it kind of like shows again at the end of the day like he doesn't really believe in what the league military is doing like he's not he's not he doesn't really care about what they're doing he's never like agreed to fight with them for moral reasons mm-hmm. and shakti doesn't agree with the zanskar empire i mean they're 13 year old kids they just like want to find their families and they want to get hugs from their moms exactly <laughs> and it, it was a really good reminder of like at the end of the day like you go back like when you're a you know, in middle school, and you're hanging out, like, you go back to your mom and dad yeah. at the end of the day, you know, no matter what trouble you get into, and so that that's kind of what they want to do, like,
4: you know, You if, go back to your dad in middle school?
0: I mean...
2: Oh. <laughs> some of us did. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> <laughs> That's a complicated story. (laughs) Unpack it right now on the pod. (laughs) Thank you for appreciating (laughs) that joke, Christian.
0: So good, mom or dad, (laughs) (laughs) parental figures. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Anyway, what do you guys
1: think of the fucking
3: uh, reinforced junior? I like most things that are junior. They love naming ships in this fucking show. <laughs> Reinforced um, Junior is sexy. I'm
0: gonna start a band called Reinforced Junior Junior.
3: That'd be yes. funny.
0: Oh, I
4: always like to say this, but my last name is legally blank Junior. am not guessing my actual last name. Uh so if I named my child after me, the the last name would be blank junior junior. Wait, your 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 <laughs> last not, name I'm is not,
3: like two words, one of them yeah. being
4: junior? Yes. My mom does not know how names work. I am that's not. That's funny as named fuck. Do like, you actually after my father? The doctor was like, "Are you
3: sure?"
2: It's
4: actually really frustrating when you are trying to like buy airplane tickets because they always trying to move it to the suffix. I am like, no, that's not what it says on my passport. Oh, that's so when I try. That's a fun
0: Alex then, trivia. Yeah, you've told me that before, but it still blows my mind.
4: And my mom doesn't always recognize it. So, like, when I went to Ireland a few years ago, she had bought the ticket and she'd pit Suffix is junior. Like, mother, you named me. Do you not know my name? <laughs> and I almost did not get on an airplane to go to Ireland. That's so funny. <laughs> They're like, it doesn't match your patchwork. Like, I know it doesn't match my Legally, you're not stupid. Bowser.
3: You're Bowser Junior.
4: <laughs> so if you're trying to stop anything Junior Junior, Michael, I'm I'm always going to endorse that.
3: Alright, let's do it. But I don't. Th- I don't have anything else to say. I'm excited for some um ground time. I feel like this show fluctuates between like mm-hmm. organic earth time and space time, and I was honestly getting a little sick of space time. Um, really? I I was loving. I it. love space time all the time. Oh. Yeah, I don't like.
0: I hate ground. I don't like ground time and what?
3: Ground that much. Oh, I love ground time. All of like the. They, it's just all these like really cozy like European cities, but. I suppose all of the tanks on the ground are really, really cool Um that yeah. they're rolling through the city with. But and also, I mean, I guess now would be a good time to say it. Um, They had a T-shirt in a passing scene that said Utah Jazz on it. No way. Yeah, yeah. dude, check said... the group chat. So, reason, does that mean that the United States <laughs> Pizza is like canonical? Like, what? Yeah, like the NBA exists in this universe because next to it... it was a shirt that just said Shack on Shaq on it. <laughs> <laughs> it just said Shaq. <laughs> I love the Utah Jazz shirt so much, me too. It was like color block it just had a big like pink block or it was pink with a blue block or the other way around but was that shirt
4: localized when the sub or do you think that was always utah no i think
3: that they just like google searched america real quick and like utah jazz was probably like new basketball team just made and they were just like fuck it put it on a shirt (laughs) i I (laughs) doubt they would localize that
0: text in the background that that seems exorbitantly like difficult because there's a lot of english in the background
3: honestly they like the animators probably were like get a load of this shit like they put together like one of their regions and then a genre of music like what the fuck does this word even mean oh. and then there's, like <laughs> they
4: didn't even like do anything good in either the tw- uh, 92 or 93 seasons what about oh. 90
0: and 91
4: I guess in 90, 91 to ninety two, they won the division champion. Whoa. Uh, who was
0: on? Who was on the team? Like John Stockton and Karl Malone. Uh, was That's that was after I think. Were the Utah Jazz? I Jack. The Karl one, Malone boy? was. Uh,
4: Karl Malone was on it.
0: It makes sense. Uh, they they were really big with Karl Malone. Yeah.
4: Did they win like in ninety?
3: Like... Sports podcast now.
4: No, this is a, this is a sports podcast. We're just reading the Wikipedia page.
3: Yeah, we're just qu- like, they, like
4: saying the one name of an athlete
0: we know, and then like maybe <laughs> it, it, it was did LeBron it was? James on the like, <laughs> yeah.
2: and Barry Andy? Bonds? Where does he come into the picture?
4: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Larry. they won the division. And
1: Alex, did you like, get joy out of Karu the... getting fried in this episode?
4: I don't. But, like I don't care. Like Haru just annoys me. I don't see joy. I hate him. I don't want to see him ever again. I don't like take joy watching him be destroyed or anything. Because <laughs> that's just giving him more screen time. And if I have to the, look like, at him, like, yeah. the shit
0: <laughs> with Haru is just ambivalence.
4: <laughs> don't like him. Yeah. Like I don't like. I'm tired of his character. If you just stop having Haru, I'd be happy. I've never enjoyed Haru as a character. He's always
3: annoyed me.
1: You know, I never enjoyed him until this show. Actually,
3: <laughs> I like him. Man. I love Have him. Have we ever drawn show? the comparison between Haro and Wilson before? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's appropriate. You know,
4: I was happy when Wilson fell into the sea as well.
2: So, think <laughs> oh. like just putting like a big
3: bloody hand on Haro. Um,
4: <laughs> I want to go back, and every time
0: that Tom Hanks says Wilson. I want, to, I want to overdub <laughs> Haru.
4: Haru. Haru. <laughs> yeah, like the robotic
0: voice of Haru saying Haru. Re- release the Haru cut. <laughs>
3: <laughs> be.
0: Don't be so, cowards. Tom
3: like, Hanks opens <laughs> up a package and is just like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> By AMV
4: is just going to be the Haru cuts <laughs> haru, now.
2: Haru, Haru, Haru. <laughs>
0: Yay. Um. All right. Let's let's just go over uh real quick and see everyone's feelings I f- about the the show in general right now because I feel like we have some conflicting feelings right now. Um, Simon, how are you feeling about Victory Gundam right now?
3: Um, I have really liked what I've seen before how, or what I've seen up until this point. It's been like really entertaining. Like I'm not um upset by any of it, and all of the plot points I'm excited by. But I do not know how the fuck. That there is 24 more episodes of this or however many. That is like what is my only re- like reservation. I am a little bit worried that it's either just going to get like really repetitive. And they're not going to be able to like get out of the rut of like the plot points that they've been in so far. Um, or they might just do like a whole new thing. And In which in my mind I feel like it would be two shows. Because at this point this seems like the point in which we've ended other podcasts. Like this quantity mm-hmm. Of shows you know like 24 or this quantity of episodes um so yeah i'm very curious to see where they're going but up until this point i'm like uh yeah i like it a lot i think it's very different um i think because they're not focusing so much on the mobile suits very character driven this time more than Mm -hmm. um other ones because they're not focusing on like the tech and they're not focusing on the politics and they're not focusing on new types they're focusing like strictly on the characters. Um, or not strictly, I suppose, but much more than last time. Um Popcorn Alex. Uh like
4: I've said a few times, I find the show kinda mid like I don't hate it, I don't love it. I just
3: That is okay. It's... If you love it's every show, yeah. that would it's... be an yeah. issue.
4: Like, it has a hard time grasping me, like, wanting to watch it, and then once I get in, like, three or four episodes, I start to want to watch a little bit of it, but it's, yeah. Like, I don't have any desire to, like, oh, I need to watch the new episodes, so, like...
3: Small serving size is the trick. That I feel Christian.
1: like, uh, to your point, Simon, that it's more character-driven than a lot of other Gundam series. I think that's why maybe that i'm falling in love with it so much um i don't know i love i love every piece of it i love the music i love the characters i love the d- dynamics between the characters i even love a lot of the design of the just the different ships and the mobile suits of the show um yeah i'm absolutely in love with <clears throat> with victory gundam at the moment and i think it may be my favorite of everything we've seen so far
3: Damn, baby. Yeah. Bro, you yeah. say that every, <laughs> every
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, up to this point, what do you think is your favorite?
3: Not including Victory Gundam. Not, Not including, including Victory. Victory.
0: Probably War in the Pocket.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh Simon, what would be your favorite? Sardis
3: Memory, obviously. That one's always gonna be my favorite, literally no matter what.
0: Just because oh, of the name. Man.
3: Because of the name and, like, the show didn't suck. Like, if the show, like, really sucked, <laughs> then that would be it. But, like, it was, like, the show was completely watchable, or yeah. the OVA. But the name, I just, like, in the font, holy shit. Ugh.
0: I was watching some clips, some GIFs of Stardust Memory, and that show was beautiful. Yeah, it was, yeah, like... Yeah, it is.
3: That was the most fun to watch just because it was, like, I don't know. it's just, like... Visually stunning. Yes. Uh, Absolutely Alex, what's,
0: stunning. what's your favorite to this point? Uh
4: Honestly, it Stardust Memories, it, like... Really? It was. I sat down and watched it, like, I need every. I need to mainline, mainline all of this <laughs> all at once. Like, I really, really loved that show. Yeah, I, felt,
1: Ray, I stru- felt ambivalent about it. I felt like how Alex feels about this show. That is interesting. so okay.
0: weird. Yeah. Um, I think that, for me, Victory, at its worst, during its worst episodes, I think is mediocre. In its best episodes, I find pretty gripping, as gripping as anything else. Uh, Kind of agreeing with um, with Christian on that. I think that Christian, like, what, yeah, or whoever mentioned it being a character, Simon, I think mentioned it being a Mm character-driven show. I think that's hitting for me as well, along with Christian. I think that's part of the reason why I liked Double Zeta so much. Is is because I really love seeing that like transition of a character from one thing to another a character grow throughout the show and i think that this has a good amount of that with uso shakti even like the side characters like odello and warren i feel like are almost like better versions of um beach and mondo yeah um so it it does like kind of have that vibe of my favorite show which is double zeta so um i'm enjoying it quite a bit i'm excited to see where it goes i think that if it continued to operate at the same level it could be up there for me um in like the top three of what we've seen. But I could easily see this falling off because right. there's a lot of episodes left so there's and still i still a lot of know, show left. I <laughs> don't know how much more creative they can be. Um so we'll see. Um but before we end, Alex, I wanted to ask you something. Yes. Um, not Kronos. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alex, can me and you get alien high and watch shars counterattack attack and f91 and then do a okay. podcast about it
4: you mentioned alien high earlier the f- yes but what do you mean by alien okay. high
3: i brought the word alien high i feel like true. into this, the this, vocabulary
0: this, this is stolen valor no 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 it, not this stolen is you're sin.
3: using it correctly michael okay it's not stolen <laughs> at all i get alien high it's like when you get so high that you just like it, aliens yeah you know? yeah
4: your brain just goes into alien
0: yeah. mode.
3: Your brain's <laughs> yeah. aliens. You look like an <laughs> I alien I don't know what
4: alien mode is, but I'm interested in this alien mode. So, <laughs> like you, yes.
0: You're you're no longer part of the society of Earth. Yes, you're exactly. an alien to Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, so let's like, do this, please. <laughs> like, like, you go into the. You've got into space. You're and now you look at the cashier yep, and you're yeah. like, "You're not like me. I'm simply different." You're like, "Can I have moon <laughs> yes. rocks? Do you have moon
3: rocks here? No,
4: <laughs> you have slor. when can we do
0: this? <laughs> Literally, almost any day. Upcoming. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Let's let's get alien eye. Let's watch uh, Shar's counterattack and record a podcast about it. Then let's do the exact same thing about F ninety one because yes, I want to wa- I want to rewatch those but through the lens of being an alien. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, 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 can't wait I to want to do to that. <laughs> That's, right, it's
3: a date. <laughs> it's going to be in a different language. I want to
2: apologize preemptively
4: to our podcast listeners for that episode. Oh,
3: Alex, you're fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I'm going to apologize for the people that... Uh, suffer from misophonia because i'm gonna be just like eating <laughs> the entire time
4: oh yeah no it's gonna be unhinged yeah. and that's what you that is what you <laughs> record have out for. of like the
3: same like um apple headphone speaker that you're just passing it like
2: between <laughs> each other oh god just like absolutely frying it <laughs> 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 oh all
0: right, that, that's a plan so look forward to that listeners we will definitely release that as a <laughs> supplementary <laughs> episode to the to the everything yeah, else because yeah, yeah. that will be that's absolutely uh not required that's not for you
2: that's for us <laughs> <laughs>
0: um other than that i think we should wrap this up because i've seen all of us yawning quite a bit at various points Yo, during this last this one, this one was a
3: minute long <laughs> this one
2: was <laughs> There's a lot of minutes Sometimes long. it could be so, like
0: that. L- let's just say uh, good night to our listeners. Uh, we love you. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a rating and review. And we'll see you next week with the next 12 episodes. Bye.
4: Happy pissing. Bye. Burn cop cars.